covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad. This is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation. Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome to IDP Nation. We're back. We missed a couple weeks, you know, work and a toothache got in the way, but me and Kyle's back and we brought a friend this time. We got the dudes with us tonight. What's going on, yes, fellas? Yes, sir. What's happening, man? We're, we're back. The dude is back. Okay. We're back after a couple of weeks off. Yeah, yeah. You had a toothache. I got sick a couple weekends ago. We we've been dealing. We've Let's been... face it. It's really the cat scratch that's that held us up here. Dude, it's it's hurting. That cat got me. I'm gonna start a GoFundMe just for you and your your that, scratch. I mean, it ain't looking good. It's not looking good. You're, I mean, you're on pins and needles right now. It's touch yeah. and go for you at this moment. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what way. Yeah. But no, hey man, it's good to be back and. Uh, Dudes, man. Glad to have you back, buddy. Been a while. Yes, dudes. Good to be here. I wore my Team Spaz shirt in honor of this awesome. appearance. Awesome. I, I always <laughs> love having the dude, John. Absolutely. <clears throat> but, yeah, we're back. We've got a big show going. All kinds of good goodies going on, topics. Um, we'll get right into it. Go ahead, John. You got the news and notes, buddy. All right, man, let's roll. Uh, first bit of news here. Tom Brady officially retires after 22 seasons and seven Super Bowl wins. He finished his career as the NFL's all-time leader in passing yards at 84,520 yards and touchdowns with 624. Um, after you added this, he officially said never say never. But the other True, day. he did. So, <laughs> And but, I forgot that Big Ben also retired. So if if Brady holds true, maybe they go in together, I would imagine. Right. But no, uh, I mean, like you and you got the stats here, uh, the image you posted 15 Pro Bowls, 17 time Super Bowl champ, five time Super Bowl MVP, uh, three time MVP, three time All Pro. I mean, he's the GOAT for a reason, right? The stats are what they are, man. So. Do you guys think, first question, do you think uh, it, that's it? Or do you think the never say never has any any merit to it? I don't know, man. He's such a competitor. Right. Probably one of the bigger competitors I've ever seen in any sport in my lifetime. <clears throat> maybe Jordan, maybe Gretzky, I think, come to mind right off. I know they're a little bit ahead of him, but <clears throat> as far as error or whatever, but you don't see – players like Brady his you know just screaming at people and throwing iPads people think he's being a jerk or just being mean or whatever or a baby but you can see the competitiveness in him so um I was kind of shocked that he retired I, I really was <laughs> I thought he would hit play another year or two because he said he wanted to play to 45 so that's kind of what yeah. I was thinking I think he's what 44 so <clears throat> uh, never say never that kind of tells me that he's the door's open if the situation's right. Yeah. Dude, what do you think? 
I, I was a little shocked. Uh, I thought he was going to give it at least one more year. I really, yeah, uh, I, I did too. not, I did not think he was going to go out. I mean, he led the league in passing this year, yep. led the lead in touchdown passes, but that's kind of cool to go out on top like that too. And yeah. I'm sure yeah. the wife had a lot to say about it. And yep. I think there's some injuries going on behind the scenes. Uh, you know what I mean? I think that's kind of what it was. And, there's a lot of stuff that's not really disclosed to the general public. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of stuff that an NFL quarterback goes through that. Right. I bet you it would boggle uh, average Joe Blow's mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's kinda... I, think, I think you watch what Rob Gronkowski does closely because I think that's the tell-all. If he's just up and says, I'm done, I'm retired, then that tells you Brady's done because he's going to wait and see what Brady does before he officially says whatever. I don't think either one of them really wants to go through training camp, you know? No. no. See, that's what I think. <laughs> Not chance. The Bucks are just going to get off to a bad start. Next thing you know, they're both going to come back. Yeah. You know, five games Kyle, into the season. Kyle Trask will dig him a hole, and then Brady, Brady will dig him out of it. <laughs> Tampa Bay will be two and three, yep. you know, going into a bye week or something. Yeah, next Tom thing Bales. you know, <laughs> there's no way back. you can cut either one of them off your rosters right now. No way you can. I think you probably can, but depends. Depends what you paid. I mean, yeah. I I traded for him for uh in for from you. Yeah, actually, Hollywood, you're smart yeah. enough to uh, get rid of him. I can't remember what what league was that. Um. Uh, Oh, Path Arm again, yeah. Yeah, Path Arm again. I mean, I, I killed you in that deal overall, but that's one that kind of – because I can't – I didn't really give you much back for a quarterback. I think I only gave you like Taylor Heineke or something. Yeah. And I'm basically just trying – I was just trying to bridge the gap before uh, I get Deshaun Watson back, if that ever happens. Yeah. And Carson, Carson Wentz is my number two, and I didn't have Deshaun Watson, so I was going out there with Wentz and uh, – Heineke, and I somehow uh, won my division, and I don't know, I think I was about fourth or fifth overall in that league uh, going into playoffs, but had some real bad luck this year, man. COVID just killed me at the wrong time, you know. Yep, I lost yep. I lost Kelchi, <laughs> Kelcheroni, I keep calling him Kelchi. Kelcheroni. <laughs> Kelsey. And... Um, you know, I lost I lost a ton of guys, but that particular week, semifinal weekend, yeah. uh, was bad for me. Oh, oh. Darius Leonard. Uh, there's a I lost a I lost a few studs. It cost me. Yeah, and then, and on top of that, there was some dud performances just by some big time oh, players like horrible. Kamara, Jamar Chase. So there was a lot George of good Kittle. teams. Kittle, yeah, I mean, Tyreek Hill. Oh, just overall, there was you know with the the COVID and the injuries and stuff, and then you know some of your you, you need those star players if you had those as well to pick you up. They didn't Eckler have was leads. another one. Yeah, so man, Eckler it was it was, was tough sledding in the playoffs, man. It was COVID. Uh, yeah, 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 it was tough, man. But yeah, so we we will we shall see um, on know, Brady on Brady what actually happens, and you know like. Hollywood said Gronk will be right with them if if he does hang him up. I, I can't see him wanting. Yeah, to. I gotta imagine they're they're yeah. both going together. Yeah, I could see uh, Gronk I, saying, "Okay, if he's done, I'm done," because I want to go in the Hall of Fame with him. And yeah, that would, yeah. Uh, that would happen. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. No, that's and I think they, they they very well could be done. You know, like I, yeah. I I'd say yeah. it's more more than fifty fifty that they're you know actually done. I think I agree with that. Yeah, I, if I had to bet on, I would bet they're done. Yeah, yeah. It's it's eighty twenty something like that. I'd say you're close on that. I get on board with that. I'd say you're close. Maybe even ninety ten. I get on board with that too. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of uh, Titans news here for you, Hollywood. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Terry McCormick of the Titans Insider uh, reports that the franchise. The franchise tag is a possibility for linebacker slash edge rusher Harold Landry if the teams can't agree on a long-term deal. The Titans also gave general manager John Robinson and head coach Mike Vrabel contract extensions. Uh, the Titans have posted winning seasons in each of the six years since Robinson's arrival in 2016, becoming one of only two teams, the Chiefs being the other, which have produced a winning record each of the past six seasons. So I can tell Hollywood wrote this. Vrabel, who was hired in 2018, has matched the franchise record for wins 43 over the first four seasons with Tennessee. You have the floor, Hollywood. What's uh, the- yeah. The the Landry thing, that's yeah, that's gonna be tricky because times are they're freaking cap strapped big right. time. I know. So they're that. they're not gonna. I don't expect them to be huge in free agency. They're gonna have to nail this draft because right now Tannehill's contract has got them by the balls. Because um, they can't cut him, you know, with right. all the craziness with Rogers moving to Nashville and all that. That ain't happening. I mean, <laughs> Tannehill's what a twenty-eight or thirty-eight, whatever it was. It's an astronomical cap hit number. No team is gonna trade for him with that number. Um, and you're not going to pay him. You're not going to cut him and hit the dead space or the dead cap. So, uh, you know, he's he's it this year. They're going to run it back this year with what they got. Julio, the whole nine yards. Now, they've got some options with, like, A.J. Brown and Jeffrey Simmons on their rookie deals where they can give them fifth-year deals or whatever. But um, Landry, if he, if he chases the money, he's gone. Um it's well, that simple. Uh, I mean, Tennessee's if, if, just not going to be able to pay up. Have you have you heard? Just curious if you if they you know, well, they're probably going to tag him if they can't get the deal done. I'm sure. I mean, he's just. A I huge would piece. think so. Is is there any rumblings of is he against playing on the tag? Is there any news on that? You heard anything? I've not heard a thing. I bet yeah. you know. I usually listen to Nashville radio like yeah daily and. Mum's the word. I've not, you know, yeah. of course they're focusing on Super Bowl right now. I was just going to say, I mean, likely the more news will be coming out after the Super Bowl to the rest of this stuff as we get closer to March. But I was just curious what, if, you, if there was any rumblings, I mean. but Yeah, uh, I, I've not heard anything right now. Um, yeah. My gut is they probably tag him and, and run this thing back with what they have. Hopefully Julio's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they get uh, Darrington Evans healthy some of those guys i mean caleb farley i know robinson kind of gets um bashed a little bit for the draft classes but you know if they if they healthy next year i mean they love elijah molden he's going to be uh he's going to be that slot guy uh, they got to get farley healthy fulton's got to play better um so we'll see i mean i don't think they're making any big moves at all um 
it's something we'll get into maybe on Patreon, but I think okay. Rashawn Evans is gone because I didn't give him his fifth year option. So that tells me yeah. he's already out. Oh no. Yeah. Um, he's Jayon Brown's gone because they tried to let him, they let him walk last year. So, yeah. you know, I think guys yeah. like Monty Rice and David Long and uh, Long and Zach Cunningham in the middle. I think yeah. they bring Zach Cunningham back. I, I do think they bring him back. Vrabel, to, you, know, you know, Vrabel got the most out of him after what was looking like a lost season there. For he Cunningham. did. He did. You know, there is a little glimmer of hope for him from an IDB yeah. perspective yeah. now. Yeah. And I, you know, there yeah. was, there was news when he, you know, when he signed with Tennessee, you know, that Vrabel, you know, they, they have a, a good rapport, you know, familiarity rapport. So, you know, and he, he got the most out of him last year of anybody. So. Yeah, and I think that's all it is. That's all you need to do with a guy like that. I mean, he's a stud right. athlete. You know what I mean? You yep. just got to put him in a position to succeed. Yep. And, yep. and I think he was playing as... some special teams too, you know? Like, I think he was yep. showing that he's, he he's gritty. Yeah. He's willing to do what it takes. Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he is what he is. He's got issues. He, you know, the missed tackle issues are there and, you know, this and that. But like Dude said, you put him where he can succeed. And you'll get the most out of him, and Vrabel knows what to do with him. He, he, he had previously coached him, and you know, to enter something to be with just person dealing with personalities too. Um, you know, obviously, yeah. That is, and I mean, and too. when you're in Houston, you're probably not going to be happy. You know, if you're a competitor, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. you go to Tennessee. Next thing you know, you're you're on the number one seed, even though they yep. got upset. Yep. Which upset yep. our friend Hollywood, but you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Most of, most of us could see it coming a mile away, you know. Yep. And and the thing was, I know, Vrabel, I know, I I know think, one guy that predicted it. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta say the window's closing. It's. I did a little bit of research on that whole thing, though. With the with um, they were healthy last week of the season. I think it was against the Texans too, actually, and the last week of the season and. I'm pretty sure Zach Cunningham only got like 54, 56% of the snaps, uh, and David Long got 100%. Yeah. I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong on Cunningham's, but, you know, I could see something like that moving forward, you know, maybe 60% for yeah. uh, Cunningham, keep him out of, you know, dangerous situations where he's a little bit of a liability. Right. Take him out of, get him off there and coverage downs. Put the yeah. dot on David yeah. Long. I like David Long, and I think they 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 had already transitioned to David Long before he got hurt. So I like that right. call. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's sixty percent, seventy percent snap number, whatever. Take him off. Uh, Maybe Monty Rice down. is that guy on third down. I do like yep. Monty Rice. Yeah, because he's smaller, faster. Yep. 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 Yeah, I mean, coming out of the SEC, you know, he's he played he. Battle test to coming out, and he got a little bit of action. So I mean, yeah, I like I like Monty Rice as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a that's a interesting linebacker unit to keep tr- keep tabs on here as yep. the off season unfolds, sure. right? I like it. And the thing with Vrabel like looks David like Long was the price of a mouse click. That's it. Price there of a go. mouse click. There you go. Price of a mouse click. Johnny the Greek. Yep. Shout out Johnny the Greek. You got to yep. get those guys for you click the mouse the, the cheap price, and, and it looks like off. they've hit a they've hit their home run with Vrabel. I mean, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, coach of the year. Hard to argue with. Yeah, what he ninety? I think it was ninety one players they went through this year. Wow, that he pieced and patched together. So that's a good job on him and his coaching staff. So happy for him. So 
uh, I, I just think this draft is going to be freaking crucial for them. Yeah. Um, and they're going to run it back with what they got. Like I said, there's a couple linebackers, Brown and Evans. I think they're gone. But other yeah, than that, I, so it's going to be the same team. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. And You guys got to figure out a way to get Landry back. That's a – well, the tag may be an option. Um, as long as he's willing to play on the tag, if you guys are running it back, you're going to need him. I, you know, I think right. 12, 12 sacks, but you have about roughly 60 tackles. I mean, yep. yeah, he, he, he had a heck of a year. Good player. Yeah, he's a good yeah, player. He yeah, he is. Yeah, exactly. Bottom line, good player. Um, the There are rumors that Patriot safety Devin McCourty, who's 34, could retire this offseason. Um, McCourty set to be an unrestricted free agent. Um, yeah, I mean, McCordy's been around for a while. Not a big IDP relevant name anymore, but might have used them filling, filling games here or there in deeper leagues, whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think some of these guys that's been around a while, they once Brady left New England, I think that kind of sealed the fate on them a little bit Mm -hmm. because you know that window's not there, that Super Bowl championship window's gone now. Um, so I kind of feel like those older guys, those older studs, you know, like they gave it one last go. So, I mean, if he retires, is Hightower going to retire now? Because, it, I mean, it's completely different in New England without Brady. Yeah. Hightower's set to be a free agent, too. Jamie yeah. Collins. Yeah. Yep. yep. The, those guys that were staples for years are getting up there and, you know, they're uh, bringing in new guys. And, I mean, yeah, maybe 30 – McCordy's been around for a while. He's be 30, 34, going to be 35 in August. So, um, but I mean, he still had a solid year considering, you know, oh, like yeah. 58 tackles, three picks. And like you said, you might have used him in a pinch here and there. So, um, and then uh, the last part of news we're going to cover here is we got a list here of all the nine new um, head coaches. And I, I threw a few of the coordinators that were hired too. We can, you guys just want right. to go through, go through each team, give your thoughts. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Okay, so we'll kick it off with uh, first team, New Orleans Saints. Um, they just this was just pretty recent. They they uh, hired Dennis Allen as their head coach. He was uh, previously their defensive coordinator, and I I thought he's been doing a pretty dang good job the last couple of years with that defense. Um, this is the way it was. The, the rumors were trending in this direction as far as who they were going to turn to, and and um, they they did go with Allen. His last stint there didn't go very well, but. We'll see if he can – pretty pretty tough situation there, too, in, in uh, New Orleans right now. But it uh, makes sense. makes sense to me. So, dude, what do you think? Yeah, they're up against it with the cap and, you know, all the stuff that went on with Michael Thomas. And, you know, I know somebody who uh, who predicted uh, the Saints' demise this year. <laughs> uh, I forget exactly which episode it was, but I, I can find that. <laughs> I think it was episode 103, actually, on August 22nd, uh, 2021. Yes, yes, it was, actually. Yep. I said the Saints are in trouble and the Steelers are in trouble. (laughs) And I I do remember that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why Sean Payton said, I'm done. Yeah. He saw saw this coming. He's going to take a year off. and yeah, He didn't say retire, right? He go, just on TV, go on TV, make almost as much money, half yeah, the stress, right. a quarter yeah. of the stress, a tenth of the stress. Yeah. Go, none tell of the stress. go tell everybody else what they're doing wrong. Make just yeah. as much money. And Dennis exactly. Allen deserves it. You know what I mean? Yes. 
like I agree. the heart and soul of that team has been the defense, you know, no, even though they had breeze, even though they had Michael Thomas and, you know, Alvin, yeah. Alvin Kamara, that's, that's what held them in games uh, this yeah. year for sure. And they, they interviewed Eric Bieniemy for eight hours. And I, I don't know, man, I think that guy must just be uh, not the sharpest tool in the shed, man. Like he, he must not interview that well. I don't know. You know, or he's more of a, he's more of a clipboard holder for, uh, in Kansas City, maybe, you know. What, let me yeah. ask you this. I seen somebody bring this up the other day. They said, it, just curious your thoughts. Or do you think that the enemy is waiting for Andy Reid to, maybe. to walk away from that job, knowing that Good he bang. could slide right into a, a nice prime spot with, with Mahomes? Yeah, and maybe that's what Reid has said privately, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. of, he had the situation with his son, he had – Yes. Like, that yes. was a pretty heavy situation. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. was. And, and Andy Reid's getting up there. He got his title. Yeah. He's, you know, Andy Reid's, and, and, I mean, Andy Reid's awesome. And, you know, they got a good thing going. And I, I was like, man, that's a really good point because what if the enemy's, you know, I, I don't know. I was just like, man, that could be. Maybe he's like, well, Andy's telling me maybe a couple of years I could take the Saints job where they're strapped against the cap. And, um, well, or every I, other interview. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I may very well be because I don't follow that stuff too too closely. I, I don't either. I don't either. This is just something I had seen the other day. So no, I just mean as far as like he only ever had a first interview with all those other teams. Is that correct? He never even got a second interview as far as, far as to my that, knowledge. Yes. Okay, and that then is... you know, and now he just got an eight-hour interview with New Orleans, who was probably going to hire Dennis Allen anyways, and we're yeah. like, and they were just like, come on, talk us out of this, basically, and he couldn't do it. He doesn't yeah. seem yeah, to be able think, to, you know what I mean? I, I don't think he has that sort of uh, needed sort of uh, charisma and, uh, you know, motivator of men kind of stuff that you would need uh, and, and communication skills. Uh, t- that's just my gut feeling, and I have no idea, and I probably shouldn't say stuff like that, but it no, just seems to ring through with kinda, what has happened. Yeah, that's valid because I kind of – Um, I, I sorry, I kind of feel the same with you on that because when Peyton said he was retiring, the immediate announcement or well, not announcement, but the immediate thought was Dennis Allen is getting the head coaching job. And I, I hate to dig into this a little bit, but I think they wanted Allen to have it right out the gate. But this whole Flores thing that opened up a can of worms, I think it kind of forced their hand into, hey, y'all need to look at, y'all need to look at the uh, enemy. So maybe I'm not saying maybe. that's what happened. I'm just that's saying a good point happened. actually because of the whole thing that happened with the Texans too with McCown, right? And right. then all of a sudden, you know what I mean, Lovey Smith. Like, what are you doing, Lovey Smith? Are you right. serious? Like, I don't know. To me, that's a head scratcher and. I know some people really, you know, uh, like Lovey and think that it's a good hire, but I personally don't, and I just don't understand that one. It seemed like Lovey's, they were going in. Lovey's in a the- good coach, but I don't think he's a top-level winning coach. You know, as an assistant or something like that, I think he's a great addition, but if as a head coach, I just don't think that's 
That's uh, his bag right there. I think he's. I, but he's not going to do just, anything. He's not going to do anything wrong, though. You know what right. I mean? Yes, he's, true. He's, very true. And and Houston's in a, a little bit of a situation there with the Deshaun Watson stuff and everything else. I need to run a clean program. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know what that's, I mean? So that's I, what think, I was going to say. Yeah. Exactly. And he's got the experience, and and mm-hmm. McCown doesn't. Bottom line, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they can't afford to have any more public relations nightmares. Yeah, and I think uh, Bill, oh God, Bill yeah. O'Brien already did damage structurally for the, for the organization of what they were building. They were, and then yeah, that stuff on top of it. So I, that's what I was going to say is you know maybe with Lovey Smith, the whole experience factor and the fact they know that they don't have to worry he's going to run a, a good tight ship there and get things right. You know, organization. See, that's a, so that's I, I do I do feel bad for Cully though. Because See, like, that's what I was going to say. I think that's like, another one. The dude just didn't never had a chance. And yeah, I, I think they got to for that guy. Right man, he never game. had a chance. He had to yeah. play in competitive football for what they, they had. Wanted, they wanted but McCann. I mean, they decently, let go decently competitive football. But. All this floor is crap hit. And I think that's they had to back up off of McCann and say, okay, what can we do? You can't go back to the guy you just fired. Right. Clearly. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that looks like you got egg all over your face. Everybody so already your felt option? for Cully after they let him go because he just never exactly. Had a, a so I think Lovey was. I, I hate to say it, but I think that's a choice where they're trying to satisfy the league. Um, and I'm not saying that he's not deserving or whatever. I, I just this whole Flores thing screwed a lot of shit up. I mean, let's face it. It. And I don't know that he's go- ever going to coach again in the NFL. No, he's he's blacklisted in my opinion. Yeah, he you know did, what I mean? That, that's, another, that's another Kaepernick situation in a way. And you know him as good as anybody, dude. Down there in my well, he wasn't I a bad coach. I, 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 was, I was a really, really big fan of his. And, I mean, I, I consider him a minor miracle worker for what he did in Miami. With, uh, yeah, exactly. The, I didn't the, think he did a bad job the down there. there. The terrible way we draft, you know, like I'm convinced Mike Greer has pictures of Stephen Ross or something like that. Like, there's no way, man, that that guy can skate through this every single time. You you can't blow that much draft capital. And and I'm going to try not to get too carried away with this as a Dolphins fan and, and, and waste too much no, time here. But I mean, no, the, like what well, we did. What? And, and, and what Flores did with that lack of talent, with those terrible draft, like, you have three yep. first-round draft picks. You take Tua over Air Bear. Now, okay, hindsight's yep. 2020 on that. But you guys know me well. You know I've always hated Tua, and I've always liked Air yes. Bear, and I thought Air yes. Bear was number one in that class. And I'm just a, you know, fantasy football scout. And uh, you got then you go and take an old tackle that is clear as day on tape is garbage at 18 overall. At USC, just gave his sister bone marrow. Like that's nice. I appreciate that. But like, uh, and then you take a slot corner, a slot corner, out of Auburn, getting trucked by mm-hmm. you know what I mean on tape that in the first happen. round, man. Then yeah. you're taking a run stuff and D tackle in the second round, dime a dozen. You had your minds. That's not an NFL caliber front office. Fire them all from the top so- down. Since we're here, and Torres still fought and won with those guys. Yeah. Since we're here, dude. Okay, we already talked about Houston hiring Lovey Smith, so we got that. I disagree with Flores. Sorry, I have to add. I disagree with Flores. No, you you can you can you can keep the floor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
you can't do that. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you can keep the floor here, but I was just going to say we are Houston's hiring. Now, since we're gone Dolphins, you're a Dolphins insider. Um, they hired um, – Offensive coordinator from the 49ers, Mike McDaniels. So talk us through that. I don't have a whole heck of a lot to say about that. I like the system. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that we'll be, you know, uh, drafting some O-line finally, which I think has been a problem for a long time for us, both as a Miami Hurricanes fan and as a Dolphins (laughs) fan. Like, it's been brutal. You know, that's where you win games in the trenches. Yes. Yeah. And I like that sort of philosophy, and I like that he's from, you know, the Shanahan tree, and I think that that, you know, uh, I could see us drafting a nice workhorse back, too, and uh, or there's a rumor about Raheem Mostert, but personally, like, he's just injured all the time now. Yeah, he's, and he's uh, a good player, but he just hurts hurt. Yeah. 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 I, I don't have much to say uh, on that hire other than, you know, like, as a longtime Finns fan, you basically got to prove it to me. You know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not – putting any stock in anything that that uh, front office and that ownership group does, you know, like uh, it's, they're set up for failure from the minute they step in the building. And that's why, uh, you know, Flores to me was a minor miracle worker. Like I said, with what he did with that, with that uh, talent and that roster. And uh, I really thought he was a great head coach and uh, we fired the wrong guy. We should have fired Mike Greer. But I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And Stephen Ross is big on sort of these interpersonal skills and communication and, you know, things that really, like, I'm a football guy. I think Flores is a football guy. I was just going to uh, say that. Flores is winning games coaching yeah. football. Yeah. Any sort truth, of, it's sort of an in-your-face kind of truth business. to this, paying him to lose games? Yes, stuff. I do. Yeah, yeah, 100% okay. believe that. Yeah, and I believe that it happened before with Hugh Jackson as well. But I also think that, you know, saying that and outing them, that's the worst thing you could have ever did. You know what I mean? That challenges the integrity of the game. The NFL is not going to take that lightly. You will probably never work in the NFL again. You're going to be working with Hugh Jackson at Grambling or, you know, another uh, historically black college, university, something like that, like, or a USFL or something like that. You're you NFL. You're done if you're Flores. I think. I mean, I get was, it being the front man, but he uh, when I saw that come across the airwaves that he was saying all this, I was like, oh shit, he's done. He he's not coaching nowhere in NFL. Not anytime soon. Have, anyway, serious proof. You know what I mean. And it better right. be verifiable. And also, he better have no skeletons in his closet. They will, <laughs> yes, sir. They will all be out there. Oh, yeah. He ever, if he ever cheated on his wife, he ever did anything, man. It's going to yeah. be out there. You messed with that's, the wrong people, man. I completely the agree. When you challenge the NFL and, crazy. and their quote-unquote integrity, you better have your ducks in a row because they're going to burn your ass if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's all right. It's kind of like, like messing with the mafia. That's right. Sleeping with yeah. the fishes, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. it won't be like that, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, not it's... good. Not good at all. They're gonna take they're gonna take you down. Yep. Yep. All right, we're gonna go to the New York Giants. Um the Giants hired Brian Dable to be their head coach. He was previously the Bills offensive coordinator. And then they went and hired the recently unemployed Don Wink Martindale as the uh, defensive coordinator. I, I 
saw that the other day and threw this that in as well. So, um, what do you guys think of Dayball going to the Giants? Well, for me, I'll just piggyback off what I just said, and sorry to steal your thunder there, Hollywood. But like, no, you're good. Dayball, to me, Dayball, that's how bad the situation in Miami is, and yep. you know what I mean. He was to his coach and quarterback coach, and even he doesn't want to coach him in Miami. And now the Giants' job is more high profile, and right. you know what I mean. Right. It was probably, yep. you know, it's it's. I think he, I think he just kind of knew that, like everybody should know about the Dolphins, that it's <laughs> like a losing proposition to go. That you know what I mean. You're not set up for success, like I've been saying. And uh, I love the uh, Wink Martindale uh, hire. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good hire that. for him. You know, as an yeah. offensive, he, you know, as an offensive minded coach. He's got to figure that out, whether or not Daniel Jones is going to do anything or what they're going to do at quarterback, and they get that whole offense doing something. Um, and then, you know, Wink Martindale can can run the show on defense for him. So makes sense. Hollywood, you got anything? Um, no, I, I'm, I'm with you all. I like the Martindale hire. Um, Dable, I mean, like dude said, that kind of tells you where they're at. But mm-hmm. uh, Yep. But that whole it, thing has kind of ever since uh what's his name left, my mind just went completely blank. Um Coughlin. Yes, Coughlin, thank you. Ever since Coughlin left, I mean, I know you heard things that he was he was quote unquote like a dictator. You better mm-hmm. be five minutes early for meetings and, and, and what have you, but you know what? He was a winner. He had them in line, they did what the Giants did. And I think since he left, man, that franchise just kind of went to the crapper, dude. I mean, it's – and it's kind of sad to see because, I, you know, I'm thinking back to the days of Lawrence Taylor and Phil Sims with uh, with uh, Parcells and then, you know, even recently with Strahan and those guys. And, the, and to see where they're at right now, it's just complete – it's a mess. And I, I don't think this is the answer to fix it. Um. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to get the uh, GM out of the way. What's his name? Oh, Gettleman hung him up. Get him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he's he's got to get the hell out of there. I think two things about uh, Dabble, too, and choosing the Giants. It's kind of an easier reclamation project because you're yeah. down further. You're going to look mm. better for bringing them up even just to mediocrity. Yes. Whereas the Dolphins are the kings of mediocrity, and that's just where we stay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, the other thing about it is he's, you know, does he really want to be in the same division as Bill Barcel or uh, Bill Belichick? Sorry. Mm. Right. Well, so now he's on, he's in the NFC instead of the AFC. You know, he's, he's not coaching interdivision against his buddy, Bill Belichick. Okay, sorry. I had to step over. Um, you're, you're good. Um, next, uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, the Chicago Bears hired Matt Eberflus as their new head coach. He was previously the Colts defensive coordinator. And then they went and took Luke Getze, the Packers uh, quarterback, previous quarterback coach, to be, their, to be his offensive coordinator. So um, what do you guys think of the Eberflus hire? I, I, 
I kind of like the Aberflus hire. Don't know a whole lot about him, but the one thing that has stuck out to me right away is he said the right thing right out the gate. We're going to build this offense around our quarterback, Justin Fields. Now, whether or not that happens and, and he can do that, I don't know, but that had to win a lot of people over right there. Right. Um and That's we all watched, you know, you know, we all watched the Bears last year. Clearly, Fields was the best quarterback. Um, I think he's. I think they've probably found their best quarterback. And Fields was a good quarterback I, with a Matt Nagy problem. Exactly, <laughs> you know, and it looks like he's finally broke that bad habit, right. if you will. Right. Um, Nagy just holding him back. I just hope Eberflus realizes what kind of talent he has in Fields and focuses on that and truly does what he says. We're going to build around him. Because if, if they can do that, the Bears will be back, and they'll be back quick. Quick. Dude looks like he's got something to say. Let's hear it. Well, he's going to disagree with me. He always does. That's what makes it No, fun. no. I, I just think that both, <laughs> I'm just playing. both, both those hires um, kind of are underwhelming, and I feel like – Neither one of those guys really had to be a great coach to have success mm. because if you had the Colts defense with that uh, personnel, you know what I mean? Like how much do your X's and O's and, and uh, motivation tactics, what have you, what do they really, where do they come into play where, when you already have all those studs lined up? And sure. same thing with, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers, man. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. Are you are you a great coach or not? So both of them got a lot to prove in my mind. I'm not saying they can't do it. I, I actually hope that they do. I think the NFL is better when the Bears are better. You know, and yep. I'm a huge Justin Fields guy, as, as everybody knows, and uh, yep, yep, and owner. So, like, God bless them. I hope I hope they make it happen for my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, the Getze, I, I, you know, I, I like Luke Getze. I definitely get where you're coming from, dude. On the, you know, if you're Aaron Rodgers' quarterback coach, you know, you just gotta high five him and talk about his long, greasy hair and what, you know, how cool it looks. Whatever, whatever you gotta do to make him laugh and smile. Um, but I do like Luke Getze. I think he's a smart dude. But uh, I wasn't surprised he left because if he were to, we're gonna get to the Denver coach. Um, Daniel Hackett, who was the offensive coordinator for Green Bay. Um, Getsy, if he were to step into the offensive coordinator job in Green Bay, he's not going to call plays. Lafleur is going to call plays. If he wants to go, I, I figured he was going to go when I heard he was. they were looking at him because you got a defensive-minded head coach with Eberflus looking for a young offensive mind. So Getsy gets a chance to make a name for himself with a good young quarterback. We'll see. You know, see what he's got. Dude said you were coaching Aaron Rodgers. Now you got a young guy. You gotta um, get rolling. You know who's got talent. So yeah, um, I, I'm with you. You know, even as a Packers fan, I agree. When the Bears are, are good, it's better for the NFC North. It's better for football. So um, Packers got a lot of coaches to replace. That's all I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They and, better uh, hope Rodgers comes back. We, we got oh, a lot yeah. of we, we got a we got a lot of numbers to figure out here pretty soon. Yeah, they do. 
They got to get to the point. Well, yeah, I'm not even going to get started. I've been crunching numbers. <laughs> me and Dudes were already talking about this today, and then he got me rolling on it. <laughs> Save that for a group chat. Um, <laughs> since we already talked about it, uh, Denver Broncos, they hired head coach Nathaniel Hackett, who was previously the Packers offensive coordinator, like, like we said. And then he went and got um, Justin Outen, who was the Packers tight end coach as the offensive coordinator. Um, so what, what do you guys think of the Broncos hire? My initial thought on this, and maybe I'm wrong, and if I am, you both of you tell me what a dumbass I am. My initial thought is if they can Rogers. get decent quarterback play, just decent. <laughs> Rodgers, yeah. No offense, value, yeah, no offense value too. shot through the roof with these two if they can get a decent quarterback. I, I think you mean Drew Locke might actually come to fruition for me one day. <laughs> you wouldn't go that far, would you? You won't have to regret the Drew Locke tattoo on your chest anymore, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just continually expose myself with that one. <laughs> Refuse yeah, to give it up. No. Like a dog on a bone. I mean, I, I like the hires. The hires, excuse me, but I think I think Fant is the beneficiary here. I think uh, I, I don't know about quarterback. I, I don't think Bridgewater, and I don't think Locke is the answer. But if they can get good play, I think Fant is the beneficiary until they can get somebody in. Now, I know there was yeah. huge rumors Rogers is going there, and if that happened, then yeah, Fant's through the roof. But um, I don't think Rogers is going anywhere. But We'll see. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know where there's smoke, there's fire, and that's that's what I thought true. on the hire initially. I thought that's see, what that's you were going my with say. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So I, I'm kind of with you. I, if they can get him, then Fant and those guys go through the roof. Judy. Yeah, Judy. Yep. Cortland Sutton, Sutton becomes Devontae yep. Adams. You know. Williams, the running back, light. already a stud. Yeah, I, yeah, I like it, but. But that's a, that's what I thought when they made the hire right away. I was like, yeah. they're trying making their play for Rodgers. and uh, he said he wanted to go to Denver. Like that was one of the destinations because his girlfriend lives in L.A. and uh, right. you know Denver's her, not yep. that far. Let me let me ask you this: Do you think do you think Rogers wants to go play in a division with Patrick Mahomes, Dude's boy Justin Herbert, and a decent Raiders team, or does he want to hang out the NFC North? In the cold, you know, we're far away from his girlfriend, fiance, I think now. Yeah. Uh, you know, when right. you've got. I'm just curious what you think. I have my when you're, when you're rich and famous and you can right. do whatever you want, you know what I mean? Like, like he even oh. said it himself, Green Bay is not exactly a destination uh, city, town, you know, like there's re the only reason hey. you go there is because of him, really. The cheese I'll curds say are pretty this. damn good. Don't you be hating on the cheese curds up there. I'll say this. Despite what we heard last year and what all went on, you know, with Rogers and LaFleur and the organization, won the MVP this year. And I kind of watched the acceptance speech. You know, he's, he's uh, talking about Manning, presenting it to him and all that. And I don't know how to say this because I'm bad with words sometimes, but 
he was talking about his teammates and and his guys and his Friday night guys and he was talking to LaFleur and thanked him for letting him be him and whatever, but, and maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I almost felt like he was blowing a lot of freaking smoke when it came to LaFleur. He's like, I'm going to give you this, you know, I'm the MVP, you know, it just didn't seem genuine to me. So I, I mean, I don't you feel like, you feel like he's kind of saying goodbye in his own way, or do you feel like uh, kind of in a way? I just, I just don't know what he to might do retire. With like he so really I, might retire. That's what I don't think people get. I, I don't I, think people get how close he was to actually retiring last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he could go do a game show host or he could do whatever he wants, commercials, whatever. I mean, he's not going to hurt for money. Right. But, I always thought, um, just just my point, um, being a Packers fan and, and all the drama that's transpired, I always thought him and the floor had a pretty solid relationship as far as once once Rogers really bought into what LaFleur was going and they figured out their, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, was Rogers calling off the run in, in this at first, you know, like where were, you know, when he's checking out, is he checking out what LaFleur wants? When they finally really hit, you know, really got it together um, and hit their stride. Like, I think they had a pretty dang good – they have a good relationship, working relationship, and I think they get along good. And I, I think most of the issues were with management. Um, I always thought him and LaFleur were pretty solid. Um, oh, for sure. But, but also, I, I think that they finally figured out, hey, just let him do what he wants. Yes. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's going he's gonna to make the right decision 99 times out of 100. Yes. That's why he's the MVP. That's yeah. why you're 13-3. and three. Two yep. years running or whatever it was, right? You know what right. I mean. Yeah. So let them do it. Yeah. Why? Why do you got to try to take control or rein in a horse when that horse is giving you everything? Right. Yeah. And when so his- gut gut feeling, you think he's back with Green Bay? Yes. In this year. Yep. What do you think, Dude? I see you contemplating. What do you think? I don't know. I, I I'll defer to Kyle. That's his team, and I kind of think I, if it, they hit the if, if they get hit with the right deal for him, he's gone. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I think they know that they got nothing without him. Yep. Like literally nothing. So they're gonna try everything they can, and, and they're saying that things are positive, right? And yes. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, everything's everything's good, but it look they got. I don't want – we'll just wrap it up here. I could go on and on about the Packers. You know what, how I feel about everything losing in Lambeau and how – you guys let me vent for a while and whatever. Anyway, um, I not that I think it's a for sure thing, but if I had to bet, I would say he's back. Um, I think everything – they have a lot of things to figure out money-wise. They got to they gotta figure out a way to get 22 – they got to get to 22 mil to be able to even tag Devontae number one and then get that figured out because Rodgers is going to need that to happen and – He's gonna want Rogers to be there. They got a lot of contracts stuff to figure out too. But yeah, I. All right. It's around that. I'll I'll say no just to go on the record. I'll say no. He's not there. Okay. I think, uh, I think so, somewhere else. Are you are you just taking the side of retire somewhere else? I'm taking all of it. You know what all I mean? It, like yeah. I, think, I agree. Yeah. With that. There's, yeah. There's just it's, too much. It's all in play. See, I think it's Denver or Green Bay. That's my gut feeling is it's going to – he stays in Green Bay or he goes to Denver. Okay. Now, he could retire, but 
Yeah. I, I, no, I think it's all in play. Too. It's all in play, man. I, I, yeah. One of the biggest things that uh, I was glad to uh, uh, the information I was glad to receive from you about this Hollywood is uh, now I know that um, uh, Franklin is a suburb of, of Nashville and he's not going to be living on uh, Possum Trot Road. I was a little worried. About that. <laughs> right. Yeah, nothing good happens on Possum Trot oh, Road. Man, that's yes, awesome. that is an actual road. Not uh, in the same county I live in. It's the next county over, but that is the actual name of a road. So, yeah, Possum Trot Road. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, you guys might be barbecuing skunk together. <laughs> could be. Could be. Yeah. You know, you'd be wearing your Rogers Titan number 12. You know, do a little fire hunting. You know, asking I'll buy, each other. I'll buy you that. I'm gonna, you know? I'm gonna buy you that jersey if it happens. By the way, I'm I said the same thing, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get. I'll get the home jersey. You buy the away jersey. Oh God, I hate both of y'all. I hate both of y'all. All right, um, rapid fire these last few. Um, okay. If you guys want to talk about all of them, one of them, whatever you want. Rapid fire. Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders hired Josh McDaniels, who was previously the Patriots offensive coordinator. Minnesota Vikings hired Kevin O'Connell, who is the Rams offensive coordinator right now. Big game this weekend for him. And Jacksonville hired Doug Peterson as their new head coach. So those were the last three we didn't touch on. If you want to rapid fire, pick one, talk about whatever one you strong, strongly feel about, have at her. Okay. So Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. I think he was just itching to go somewhere else. He already left and went to Denver, come back to New England. Him leaving again kind of tells me that Belichick's not going anywhere anytime soon. Because um, if he was, I think he'd stay and take over that. Um, I think it works out this time, maybe, in Oakland. Or, uh, sorry, Las Vegas, um, where it didn't in Denver. Uh, I, I just think he's kind of, you know, Learn from his mistakes. He's going to get it this time. Uh, Minnesota, I, I, man, I, I don't really know about this. Um, I wish our our buddy B was on. He could uh, he could really break this down for us. So I'm not sure about that. But Jacksonville, the Doug Peterson, they call them Sucksonville for a reason because <laughs> they freaking suck. I mean, they just. You hire in Urban Meyer, and he just does his freaking whatever. They they needed Peterson. They they needed this guy to come in and kind of solidify the organization. Um, he does have um, a good quarterback. Has some pieces with Etienne. Um, I don't think it's going to be enough. Um, I still think they're just. Uh, they're a bottom feeder in the AFC South with the Texans. Um, outside of that, I mean, they got some good pieces, but they need a lot more. And he'll kind of uh, he'll kind of give them that veteran presence at a head coaching spot, you know. Um, so we'll see. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is a big piece, but we'll see. I think Doug Peterson was a great hire, probably the best hire out of all those. Maybe all of them, period. When you win a Super Bowl with that ragtag bunch of misfits <laughs> right. the Eagles had, I mean, you think about that. He won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles as his starting quarterback. He won a Super yeah. Bowl with Nick 
Foles as his starting quarterback, man. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So it might take a little while. And, you know, Jacksonville's in for, you know, a rebuild. But I, I think you'll probably yep. see actually some results right away where they're more competitive, you know, and, and maybe even 500. Get a little uh, bit of yeah. that, that little bit of that RPO yeah. integrated in there with Trevor Lawrence. And yeah, that could be. Yeah, they'll definitely get better. And I don't mind the Minnesota hires. And the one thing I'll say about it quickly is uh, they're probably moving to a three, four now is, is what I think comes out of all that from an IDP perspective. And uh, some mm-hmm. people kind of disagree with me on that, but that would be my guess. And That's so I think you're going to need uh, some linebacking help there probably, you know. Yeah, Anthony Barr is going to be a free agent. Um, I mean, yeah, they no moved to a 3-4. That kicks uh, Daniil Hunter out to uh, outside linebacker, right? We'll see what happens there, but that's yeah. my gut feeling right now. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't have happens, strong feelings on Josh McDaniels. I hope I kind of hope it does work out for him. You know what I mean? I hope he does kind of have a little right. success there, and he can be sort of uh, looked at as an offensive uh, guru. Or you know, uh, again, that, that I, I would like that. That'd be a good story. So uh, that's all I really have to say about those. No, I'm with you, and uh, yeah, I'm with you guys, and I, I agree with you, Dooge, on the uh, Doug Peterson hire. That one made sense to me big time with the young quarterback. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see, um, if Josh, I like to see Josh McDaniels get a shot, you know, he, he, he deserved yeah. another one. So, um, we'll see what he does in Raiders and with the Raiders and, and, uh, Derek Carr, but yeah, so that's, that, that's all, uh, the head coaching stuff. Um, Hollywood, you want to take over the, uh, NFL honors awards? Sure, 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 sure. But before we get to that. We got a few things we got to do here, you know. Uh, got to pay a few bills. Action twenty four seven, Super Bowl week. They got all kinds of things going on right now. Um, prop bets, player bets, uh, team bets. You know, today was a double up. Uh, you still got twenty six minutes. You can get your double up on your deposit. You know, if you hit uh, four hundred, they'll give you four hundred. So you're getting eight hundred. Go check them out on that. Uh, huge sponsor of us. We thank all of y'all that who's deposited and helped us out there. Uh, TrophySmack.com. Last week, we or a couple weeks ago, we showed you the rings that we're sending out to our listener leagues. Um, me and Dooge is actually working on something, trying to get a belt for his DWC or uh, yeah, DWC league, which is IDP only. And with that, Great segue here. He is working on something with that. And, dude, I'll let you go ahead and uh, promote it, man. Yeah, well, we are going to have a strap for that league. And uh, I want to uh, expand it if possible. But it's uh, a little bit tough sledding with IDP only. And, uh, right. you know, you got to be sort of a unique uh, fantasy player and a little bit hardcore to do that. And then on top of it, the way we have the league set up with uh, other even more unique stuff like drafting before the NFL draft, put a premium on uh, talent evaluation, uh, which I, I believe in strongly. But if oh, we were to, that. yeah, if we were to get the other side going though, like it, basically we would keep our side as is and have a whole another side of 14 owners. And the only time that they would uh, teams from 
both of those uh, conferences, we'll call them, would face off, would be in the championship for that uh, aforementioned strap that we're getting. That's going to be beautiful. Yeah. But um, yeah, I threw out a, a, quite a lot of challenges there. I, I put in hashtag uh, FFIDP and just kind of started going after some guys and got a little bit of response, but not, not really that much. And uh, I was kind of hoping to get some experts in tow. And I got one that's sort of, uh, you know, if if we can get it almost filled, he he he'd be in and he'd be a great addition. And all of us respect his work, but um, you know it's not as uh, to me. I, I kind of thought that maybe they'd be willing to uh, bet on themselves. You know what I mean with their uh, knowledge in that area in a an IDP only league. You know which is kind of a, a niche niche thing that that we're that right. we're into for some strange reason all of us and <laughs> right. uh, you know it, it turns us on and it's in our blood and that's kind of the way <laughs> i was telling it to him like you gotta you have to man you know this was made for you you know like what, exactly. what you that's what you do this is who you are you know it's part of your dna you can't say right. no you know but uh anyways uh, if it gets too bad, I'll just start challenging people's manhood and everything else and pick a fight. <laughs> I'll do whatever I got to do to try to fill this week. You know what I mean? Like, this is, a, this is a challenge, and I'm challenging you in your so-called area of expertise. And, you know, you know uh, to me, it's, an, it's a no-brainer. If that's me, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to do that. Let's go. Let's get it on. You know what I mean? For sure. You think you're better than me? I do this for a living. You know, like yeah. – but whatever, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I was trying to take the nice guy approach uh, first here, and then I'm going to have to resort to some uh, some dirty boxing here down the line. But we're going to try to fill that other side come hell or high water because uh, I I want more money involved. You know what I mean? I, I think we should have a bigger pot. Uh, that's that's what this is all about at the end of the day. You know, uh, we put a lot of time and effort into this stuff, and uh, I, I feel like we're playing for peanuts. And yeah. I think we, we should start playing for things that matter. You know what I mean? Let's get some real money involved here. And, uh, you know, like, sure, we do this for fun. And, and there's a little bit of pride involved, obviously. But at the end of the day, like, let's let's make this something to get excited about or more excited about. Exactly. And uh, also make the league even better. You know, like, I already love it. I already think that it's the best discussion that I have with any of my leagues. Uh, I love all the owners that we have. I think that it's a great group and I yep. kind of, I'm a more is better kind of guy. I just want to yeah. add to that. And you know what I mean? If you Matt, you can imagine we, we, we only have what 10 of the 14 guys in our chat right now due to some guys not being on Twitter or what, what have you. And some guys just not being the same kind of personalities, but all still great owners, even though they don't participate all the time in that chat. But you know, you get wow. another 10, 10 guys like that in there or, uh, you know, 14, whatever we can get, because, you know, there's other things we can do with the with the league, you know, put 10 teams on one side, 10 teams on the other. If we have to, you know, expand that way. But right now it's just kind of uh, slow going. There's only really a, a couple people have shown some interest so far, maybe two, maybe three teams. But it doesn't take long to get the ball rolling. And uh we got we got time on our side with it because we can always throw their rookies into their startup draft just like we did with ours. Yep. And we we threw ours together like in what two weeks or something. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, I was like, quick, yeah, right? the only league. 
Like, yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah. Next thing you know, yeah. we had 14 teams and we were drafted. Yep. You know what I mean? It took us like less than a month to get all that organized. And I think we even had the draft done in short order. So anyways, challenge out there for your listeners. Anybody thinks they uh, can take me in, in IDP only, they're sorely mistaken and uh, bring it. <laughs> right? so, so if you're interested in this, let's, let's break it down one more time. It's IDP only, no offense, because we don't need that crap. Everybody's got that. Um, but we got 14 teams. We're looking to try to get 14 more, but we can adjust if we don't get the uh, the right amount. But we'd like to have two divisions or two conferences, if you will, and the uh, champions from each meet up for a head-to-head championship, two copies. So, you know, you can have um, you can have the same on each side. Um if you're interested in that, hit me and Kyle up, or you can hit Dooge up, if you will. If you're on Twitter, you can hit him up at DooJ14. That's D-U-J-A-Y-14. And he's, I mean, he's the commission. He does a great job. Hit him up. Let's fill this up. Um, yep. There's some big names on this side that we've got. It, me, Kyle, Dooge, our boy Chop. Uh, Trip. Uh Trip, we've got Doc. Yep, Doc. Um, Doc. Yep. Uh, um, Perma. My favorite. My favorite. Perma. Oh, Perma. A loyal, loyal listener. We'll uh, give him a shout out. Loyal listener. Yeah. Ask Perma's him what happened to Derek Byrne. Yeah. I just love watching you guys interact with Perma. That's worth the price of admission alone. Hey, I love. Yeah, Perma. we need we need to get him back. I ain't on gonna Twitter. lie. I, I ain't gonna lie. I give Perma hell. Yeah, you do. He gives it right It's well deserved. Yeah, I like it's I like well the guy, deserved. man. Dude, he's the yeah. champ. He's the yeah. Champ. Well, he used to be. He was. Yeah. Trip. 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 Yeah. Trip. Year, Daddy. Year one of this league, yeah. Perma stepped in and just freaking beat yeah. our asses and took. He the, beat me in the finals cha- the first year. Yeah, took, took it to the me. championship last year, and then uh, this year it was um, Trip Daddy. Trip, trip over dude. Our boy Trip. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're interested with in this, guys, with the two guys that he got in a trade from Perma, yeah, that, was, exactly. that, was, that, that was the difference, man. Logan <laughs> Wilson and Jordan Whitehead put up 24 points, and that's what he beat me by like 23.15 or something like that. And he traded JJ Watt to get those guys. Imagine, couldn't even get a fifth yes. rounder for JJ Watt now. Yeah, and there's a lot of trading. There's a lot of movement going on, and I have to say, it's the only league in all my leagues that does this, and I absolutely love it. The draft takes place. The league draft takes place before the NFL draft. The rookie draft. Yeah, so you've got to know your stuff. It's player evaluation. Whether you're right or wrong, this is based on your evaluation. This is a, and I love that. I wish to all of and, and you know what the good part is too, though. Not only like it's, I think the draft before the draft is awesome. And our group chat, when the draft is taking place and these guys start to go, you will get <laughs> you you will get <laughs> shit on for your bad picks, but everybody will pat you on the back for your good ones too. So you get it, you get yeah. it both ways. Yeah, like Jane <laughs> and Davis. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, you you got to be I, able to. Uh, I followed uh, it up with a couple of real give, bad ones, for sure. But. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and then think about the next two divisions. We already got Jack Lambert and Lawrence Taylor. Now, who would be the other two division names? That's what we got to think ooh, about. 
Ooh, ooh, that's big. Ooh, ooh. That's big. Some all timers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, man. We'll talk I about that some well, other yeah, time. I think there's yeah, going to yeah. be a Ronnie Lott and a yeah. Deacon Jones division. Ooh, we're not. We're not Ronnie gonna... Lott. Ronnie Lott is definitely in. <laughs> yeah. Dude cut his finger off to. Uh... <laughs> yeah. In a helmet. Yeah. 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 Freaking, I don't need this finger. Cut it off. <laughs> It, like he was probably like questioning the trainer and why they were even talking about it. Like why are you even talking? Just cut it off. <laughs> what are you waiting I gotta for? imagine if I'm yeah. the trainer and Ronnie Lott is telling me to cut his finger off. I'm not. I'm You're not little, even. Little bit shaky. About it. I'm just doing little it. Shaky. Yeah. <laughs> cut it. Cut it off before I whoop your ass. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Exactly. You only asked you sure once. You sure? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Awesome. So yeah, if you're interested, please hit me and Kyle up or our buddy dude. Dude, let's yep. get this field. Yep. Let's make it happen. Um, so NFL honors happened um this week. Um, comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow, quarterback, Cincinnati Bengals, left last year with the ACL. Uh, so he was the comeback uh, player of the year winner. Well deserved. Um. Absolutely. Hard I mean, to if argue. This guy, if this guy pulls this off, man, in the Super dude, Bowl, dude, he's like he's off. he's he's the next Brady, basically, in my opinion. Like, yeah, if he pulls this off, if he can somehow beat the Rams, you know, win the Heisman, win a Natty, number one overall, and then you go in. This this is amazing what they're doing. And what he's yeah. doing, because it's him. He's willing this team to victory, man. They are yeah. following him, and it is him. And, and uh, we'll you know what I mean? A rank egg bunch of misfits. I can't see yeah. them winning, quite honestly. Like, I really can't. But if he pulls this off, I mean, Joe Burrow is the man. You know, and yeah. you know what I liked? I liked about um, talking about Joe Burrow. Uh, Nate, I think it was – I'm pretty sure it was Nate Tice on the athletic show was talking about Joe Burrow and talking about this. And he, he said, Joe Burrow is the type of quarterback that can get you a bucket. You know? And I was like, this is so true. Because, like, he'll just – like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And he'll just kind of make a guy miss off the edge and then just roll up for nine yards and, like, fight yeah. and just grind out that first down somehow. He's at, like he does, And I was like, that is such a cool way to say it because – that's exactly what it looks like. You're like, what's I going say on? It's a rag, sorry. I shouldn't say it's a ragtag bunch of misfits because, I mean, Jamar Chase and sorry. T. Higgins and, and Boyd yeah. and, and yeah. Joe Mixon. But that O-line is oh, atrocious. No. You know what I mean? It's awful. And that, de- mm. and that defense, man. And, and that's what I think is going to cost them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got Eli Apple out there. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh. what? <laughs> What are you gonna do? <laughs> Jesse Bates can only cover up so much. Oh God! You know, yeah. yeah. Bomb Bell's all right, but like you know, I like Logan Wilson just as much as the next man. I'm I like Jermaine yeah. Pratt probably more than the next man. And you know, you got your BJ yeah. Hill, Ogan Joby's out though. I'm pretty sure. Right. And Trey, uh, Trey Hendricks, Trey Hendricks, Logan. They got some what good pieces. That Eli was. Apple in those corners, man. Ooh, they better. Get they got the two, the two white DNs. Yep. Yep. Hubbard and, yeah. and Hendrickson. Yeah. And what a signing! You know what I mean? That was questioned by a lot of people, including oh, yeah. myself. I wasn't really I sure how that was going to work out. And man, he yeah. he really, what a season he had, Trey Hendrickson. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And we'll get into this with our and Zach Taylor. Got to give Zach Taylor. 
Yeah. Props, oh, yeah. Man. Absolutely. Gotta give him credit. Yeah. yeah. And we'll get into this a little bit here with our Super Bowl pick. But yeah, Burrow was the comeback player of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. I don't even think we have to mention this. Everybody knows it. Micah yeah. Parsons, uh, uh, linebacker. Now, I know he played a lot of defensive end, played line. He basically was a one man wrecking crew for them. Yeah. And we all saw it coming. We all, we're all on record saying that. I believe, I think uh, Wallet was on that time. Yeah. Pretty sure. Almost. I think it was pretty well unanimous. We were kind of struggling to find somebody else because we felt like, you know, we all didn't want to say Mike. Parsons, yes. But, we were all, we were all uh, trying to find something. Some. Yeah. But, but can you he's, imagine he's, where they would have been if they didn't have him? He was a slam dunk number one overall pick in our rookie draft. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it wasn't even a question. Yeah. He was all of our, he was all of our number one rookie linebackers, you know, all of our number one rookie IDP assets, yep. you know, last yep. year going into this year. But I'm the only guy that had JOK as number two, I think. Yep. I do remember and that. And I feel I'm proud of that one, actually. It's a good call. Oh, don't forget my Zaven Collins bust pick. <laughs> That's prophetic yeah. stuff right there. You can just okay. call me the Oracle. We're not punching Oracle. that ticket yet. Oh, okay. But you are. I will. You're up 30 at halftime. Okay, sweet. <laughs> you know I love Zayvon Collins, so I can't I can't accept it yet. Yeah, but it's Arizona. You know what I mean? You went to Arizona. Yeah, I will not listen to a thing that Arizona ever says about a rookie on defense. They take in the first round again. Well, they don't the set you up for, they yeah. don't set you up for success, man. Right. You know what I mean? It's the system. Yeah. and uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a there's a number of things I said about it, but I'll just <laughs> just chill out for now. You know, small school, got lucky, I think, quote unquote. Transition to middle linebacker isn't as smooth as some people might think it would be. You know, and that's yeah. that was the case. He was he was yeah. a liability in coverage, and you can't have that. He was okay against the run, but straight, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to do a show where we we cover this. Yeah. Got to him yeah. and uh, uh, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Got to cover both of them. Yeah, we'll set that. But, I'm uh, available. Yeah. I'm available anytime for for uh, for that. Right. One. Yes, we're let doing me it. know and we'll make it happen for sure. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Jamar Chase, and uh, me and Dude and Chop are in a league called DGN, and our boy Perma, who we mentioned, we all made a bet on who was going to win. Offensive Rookie of the Year, and uh, your boy Hollywood here come out looking took the, gangster. Took the slam dunk. Took the slam dunk. Pat yourself on the back for that one. Hey, I will because you know what? You three, you Chop and uh, Perma, worked up this deal for trading a draft pick for Rookie of the Year, and y'all done had it all set. So y'all had the first pick at this, and uh, I come in last and picked uh, Jamar Ch Oh, yeah, don't shake your head. Y'all done had your all's picks, and I come in. I'm pretty and sure I you and I came up with it on a on our own little uh, online party one time, and uh, and that's how well, it started. You three ran with it, but we may have come up with it, but y'all three ran with it, and I, I was like, hey, let me get in on this. I'll take Jamar Chase. So, yeah, I needed me an extra draft pick in that league, so, yeah. Well, I mean, I took him at 1.02 in a league. 
So uh, it's not like I didn't see it coming. But you know what? At right. the time that you made the pick, he was struggling in camp with uh, with he drops. Oh, and, he and hands. And he's got drops. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting a little nervous with my little 1.02 pick there on that one. I took him before T-Law in that league. Super oh. flex, too. Yeah. Dang. No, hey, man, it's uh, Chase, Chase is an absolute baller, man. Yeah. So and reuniting, and reuniting him with Burrow too, you know, like it's just magic. Oh, that made so much sense. That was just super smart, super smart. Um, defensive player of the year, many would argue he should have won it last year, so he's getting his due this year. Ties the sack record for a season twenty-two and a half with Strahan, T.J. Watt the outside linebacker for Pittsburgh or Edge, whatever you want to call him. Um, man. He, you, he guys let, you guys let me get him in that defense wins championship startup. He stole him. I didn't let you do anything. Nine overall. Him, you cheater. <laughs> nine overall. And wait till we switch to true position. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, he's going to just – his numbers are going to be astronomical if he stays healthy. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> and we got to give Kyle credit too because on that same show with Wollert, that was your defensive player of the year. I thought you might have jinxed me, <laughs> but you, you called it, man. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood even had three picks and he still couldn't get it. <laughs> you know, Daniel Hunter, Miles Garrett, Chase Young, Wollert went with the homer pick of Miles Garrett. Okay. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, I think I was kind of thinking you guys were asking me for an IDP. Um, okay. Yeah. But I think we actually did clarify, and I just still stuck with my picks of uh, Devin White, Roquan Smith, and Brian Burns was another you know guy that I'm really high on, so threw him in there in the discussion. No, but I that's like who uh, – you were the only one to pick T.J. Watt. Hey, man, I, oh. I got lucky there. <laughs> I got I got one. I was happy to give you credit. I'm always happy to give you credit over Hollywood. Yeah, I appreciate that, buddy. You don't like to give me any, so I'll, t- I'll take it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, Watt had a great year, and when we switch to true position at UWC, you are going to be uh, sitting pretty, my man. <laughs> TJ Watt's going to be a weak winner for you. Um, yeah, so we'll keep going through the list here. Hollywood's making room for more uh, – 78-ounce Budweiser's that he drinks. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Off- <laughs> offensive. What do you got here? Cooper Cup. But he wrote offensive rookie. Okay, you just copied Oh, all offensive over. player. I'm sorry. Player offensive of the player. year. Offensive yeah. player of the year. Cooper Cup, wide receiver, Los Angeles Rams. Him and Jonathan Taylor were co-favorites. They were both uh, betting. Uh, they were both minus 110, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, – yeah. I- I would have been like, I would have had some things to say if he never, if he didn't get this, because I don't even think he got enough consideration for MVP. I don't either. And, and I mean, honestly, I mean, it basically just tells you that a wide receiver is never going to win it. Yep. Jerry yep. Jerry yep. Rice didn't win it. Cooper Cup just smashed everything that moved. He was you know awesome. what I mean? Like uh, it was awesome. unbelievable what he did this year. Unreal the numbers that he put up. A couple things right here real quick. I completely agree with you. He did not get enough votes for MVP of the year. Um, Secondly, 
I thought Brady should have got more votes. I really did. At, a, at his age, leading the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns with that number, that shocked me. Um, and number three, you know, living near Nashville, uh, listen to a lot of Titans radio, and we've got a guy, his name is Buck Rising, and he was talking about this. He's been talking about it for the last few days. And um, he's like, you know, the MVP – you're never going to see a – well, he didn't say never, but he said the odds are and the trend is you're never going to see a, a non-quarterback player win MVP anymore. He's like, we should just name an award best quarterback of the league and then try to do an MVP. And uh, I'm with him. I, I think it's a, you know, a quarterback-driven league, uh, you know, Brady, Manning, um, Rogers, whoever, and you know, with what Henry did last year, he didn't get the MVP. There's been some other players in the last few years. Cooper Cup this year, the, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, he only got one first place vote. I mean, that's, he, he that's broke stupid to me. That's, he that's broke Isaac, stupid. Isaac Bruce's, you know, team records, greatest show on turf. Right. He breaks Calvin Johnson, Megatron's. You know what I mean? Records, uh, like it's great. Won the triple crown. Won the trip. Wide receiver triple crown. Yeah, yeah. Which has only been done and, like and four he was, times and or he five was, times, if I'm not mistaken. He was twenty to one betting yep. for MVP. So they had to give it to him for offensive player of the year. Had to. Yep, and and to piggyback off this. I did. I didn't put it on our sheet, but I did see it today. DraftKings also named Cooper Cup their fantasy player of the year. So oh, if you're betting like sure. DFS, they they named him their yes. player of the year, which I thought was really cool of them. So well, there's no question. Yeah, yeah particularly sure. when you consider, you know what his value was coming into the season and what it was at the end of the season, what you would have had to pay for him. You know what I mean? Like yep. I, I used to get him in the seventh round. Yep. Right. I used to get him in the seventh round of startups. And like, you know, who could have even you know, the most uh, rose colored glasses wearing, you know, pundit, where would they have had Cooper cup before the season started? Like, top 15 you know what i mean that would be like the highest you could probably see i could see him probably being out of the top 30 in some people's and just smashed from start yeah. to finish like he's yeah. the fantasy mvp bar none yeah don't think it's particularly close i agree yeah just crushed it all year um and not only did he just crush it all year like like you said dude the value you got him even ramps it up a level you know it's just you you could have paired him with like you said if you took him what did you say you got him seventh round yeah imagine you nail your first three four picks and then you pair the fantasy mvp with that in the seventh round just well six i'll say sixth round to be safe and this was a couple years back shit even even if it's a fifth round but i mean his value was probably higher when i took him in the sixth round to be honest because he's coming off a little bit of a a down season I got it. Actually, let me just look at something. Somebody bought me this uh, 
fantasy guide uh, after the season was over, actually. Uh, but I want to see where they had him him ranked here. Because I'd be shocked if it was in the top 20. Go ahead and talk about something else while I find it, though. Yeah, okay. let's uh, jump um, to uh, – you already talked yeah, about so Rodgers winning the MVP. And then uh, touch on your boy Vrabel. Yeah, I mean, we kind of already talked about Vrabel, too. Um, yeah. I mean, you kind of won here. You got the MVP. <laughs> I got the coach of the year. Look at this, man. Hey, man. You know, obviously the playoffs didn't go not even near as – Close to plan for us. It, so it should have been Titans Packers all the way in the, in the Super Bowl. There's know. no way that that Cincinnati or the Rams, either one, should be here. <sighs> I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Tennessee I'm, nine freaking sacks, and they can't beat Cincinnati. Um, yeah. And the, and then just you know, Green Bay just it didn't work out. I mean, I truly thought that was it. I I was prepared to. Talk some serious smack. Friendships be parted. IDP Nation <laughs> going down in flames over this Green Bay, Tennessee Super Bowl. I I, I was prepared. It, it, it was going to happen. You're saying and that it could have been curtains for us? It, it could have been curtains. I was prepared for that because, you know, I was like, you know, Kyle's my boy, but I draw the line here. If this yeah. is how it ends – it's been a good run, 170 shows. This has been a good run. Yeah. No, yeah. Hey, it is it is what it is. I agree. You know, my initial thought was, if this is how it ends, Green Bay, Tennessee, Kyle can go enjoy his hunting camps. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> still – so Cooper Cup uh, was taken end of the fourth round in this in this particular league. It was a twelve team uh, mock draft, and he got taken at four point one zero, which is a little higher than I expected. And then their their okay. PPR and half point PPR rankings, they got him like eighteen nineteen. So I guess uh, I shouldn't have said I'd be shocked if he was in the top twenty, but I mean, you know, for somebody that you're taking around the that that pick to. Yeah. Just destroy fantasy all year from yeah, start to yeah. finish for you. Well, just think about it. If you got you got him in the fourth round, what if what if you did take Jonathan Taylor in the first round? What if you went RB right away or whatever? I mean, I got Jonathan if, Taylor in the second round of a startup in a deep Debbie league. If you can believe that. Yeah, I guess I was just talking. I was talking to you. Yeah, I was wow. just kind of spitballing. Read that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's Doc's league. Wow, that's oh wow, wow. Because it's a super tight end premium, like uh, you know, I think it's one point seven five or something like that, PPR oh, wow. for uh, for tight ends, and uh, so I took Kelsey, and then I, on the rebound, I was able to get Jonathan Taylor. I was like over the moon. And then I came back and and I got Rogers, and you know who was still sitting there? This is going to be shocking to you, but I think it really speaks to the value that Rogers has you know, tied to this guy, Devontae Adams. I had to pick between Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and I'm sitting there saying, I can't believe I'm going to pass on Devontae Adams, but I need a quarterback, and my plan was, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to wait on yeah. quarterback, and I had to do it because, uh, you know, then you're starting to get into the nitty-gritty after that, like, you know, Kirk yeah, Cousins yeah. kind of territory. 
and there might not be any left when I come back in the fourth round. And you need a quarterback to win, in my opinion, right? But I still couldn't like when Rodgers was going to retire. And again, I don't really think people understand how close it, it really was. That's to me what people think Devontae Adams is without Rodgers, a third round wide receiver, which is crazy because I mean, he, he's an awesome wide receiver and oh, he's talented yeah. in his own right and he's going to do well with any quarterback. But like, you know, him and Rodgers are magic together and, you know, you can't really expect him to be the same Devontae Adams without Rodgers. Right. But maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that all works out. <laughs> Some people, I'd you say know, the listeners are probably going to make fun of that league, but uh, anyways, we'll see. I mean, that's hard to – I mean, that, I'm not going to say that. I mean, Rodgers, Mansons, Brady's, you know, those type of guys, it's hard to say that even though Adams is as good as he is, it's hard to make the case that he's going to be that good without Rodgers. You know, Harrison without Manning. Um uh, Brady's kind of an outlier because he's kind of done it with a pish posh mix mash receiving group. Um, I, I don't know. Adams, I think he would be good. Um, but I think there's a drop off if Rogers is not throwing him the rock there. I really do. Got Jonathan Taylor at 22 overall in that league. But like I said, wow. it's, it's wow. deep Debbie. And some people just went crazy young, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Justin Justin Fields, Trey Lance went on the turn at, at 14, right. 15, right. you know, stuff like that. Saquon Barkley. Uh, there's some questionable picks for sure, but, you know, Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Hill, can't argue with those. Deshaun Watson. Uh, that was even after the news broke, but I think uh, that was Doc that took him, actually. But Camaro went right before, and I uh, took Jonathan Taylor. And then Justin Jefferson went. So, wow, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff, man. All right, so let's get to the main event here, Kyle. You know, last week we did what position was it? Last week, linebacker. Linebacker. So this year or this week, we've got the defensive end slash edge group, the top fifteen scores from our IDP Nation Listener League. Um, and all of our stats are per PFR and PFF. So uh, uh, we'll go down the list here. Y'all can talk about what you think thoughts are NFL-wise, fantasy-wise, player-wise, whatever. But Gregory Rousseau, 167 or 161.7, uh, played 531 snaps, 49%, 50 tackles. 42 solos, 8 TFLs, 4 sacks, 10 QB hits, an interception, 4 pass deflections, 1 forced fumble, um, 309 pass rush snaps, 36 pressures with a pressure rate of 11.65. I'm telling you, dude, he's he's a perfect fit up there in Buffalo. Um, I know they've got some aging guys who are on their way out. They've got a couple young guys all over – Basham, um, AJ Epineza, and those guys. But I, I really think Russo is the guy to own. Um, you know, we've we've seen it with the Hurricanes, Duge's team. He so just you, created. Uh, 
the U, he graded off the freaking charts down there. And um, I don't want to say boom or bust, but you want that huge big play upside. And I think he provides that on any given day. Now, is he going to do it every week? Maybe not. He's going to have some misses, but man, he is a, he's a super talent and uh, I've got him everywhere I can right now. Yeah. I just, uh, I want to say too that when we've, the, 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 the actual stats, the tackles, sacks and that, that is PFR stats, pro football reference. When we first put the sheet together, I right. use that. I use that. And then the, the pass rush snaps, pressures and pressure rate. Uh, I did the other day off PFF because I thought it'd be cool to see what each guy was. So just, if, if, just for listeners, if the stats don't match what PFF has stat wise. It's because it was done before. Then I went and got right. the pre- I went and got the, the pressure stats after. But um, yeah, I like I, I like Russo. Um, I you know the dude's got talent. He, he showed it. My biggest thing is I think he's gonna be good. Don't get me wrong. And he showed it this year. His solid rookie season is is he. He's in Buffalo or McDermott. We talked about this for the show. McDermott rotates his edge guys. It's what they do in Buffalo. Obviously, he's a good player. Maybe he earns a little bit more, but I mean, is he going to be a 75 to 80% snap edge guy? I don't see that happening just because of the system. Not that he can't do it, but I just don't think they want that there. I think they want to keep rotating guys. I think he will lead the edge group or defensive end group in snaps, but. I don't know what that number is going to be. I think he will still produce, but you know, I, I want to see what happens if he does. He break the trend there. I don't know. That's my only thing with Rousseau. He's got size. He's got talent. He's got he's got what you're looking for. I mean, the pressure rate's solid at 11.65 percent. Led all these guys. He's number one. Um, so I mean, just I just want to see what year two looks like. Yeah, that's a good point. I think his, his uh, production is capped, not only by the system, but also a little bit from a talent evaluation standpoint. And and we said all the same things. We all loved him. We all liked right. him coming out. Uh, right. We were right, talking right. about him in the summer. But for me, I know I, I was kind of thinking to myself, you know, like 10 sacks, you know, like that's, that's about where, like that's his cap in a way. He's got a long way to go. Don't get me wrong, but like, I don't think he's ever going to lead the league in sacks. I don't think he has that, you know, bend uh, around the edge and you know what I mean, like um, dominate from a you know speed rush kind of perspective, things things of that nature. And uh, but I, I mean, I do like the player overall, but I think he is capped both s- systemically and like you like you're good at extrapolating the numbers. Uh, uh, Kyle and, and a lot of the data that you just provided basically proves that. And uh, I, I think that also it's just, you know, he's never going to be Brian Burns, say, or Daniil Hunter, you know, Miles mm, yeah. Garrett. It'd be, he'll be a force to be reckoned with. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But see, see, I don't think he'll be Hunter or Garrett, but I could see him being Brian Burns. I could see him being better than Burns. I, I really do. <laughs> I just, I mean, if you've listened to me for any amount of time, I was never a huge Yeah, you don't like Brian Burns. Fan. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I think. That's why I own him. 
I think Russo's a 10 to 12 sack guy at best. Um, but I do agree with you. He's not going to lead the league in sacks or anything like that. But mm-hmm. if Buffalo can get eight, 10, 12 sacks out of him, I think they're happy. I think because I think McDermott will put the pieces around him up front to make that work. Watch him turn into Strahan now, now that we said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, not bad, that's not a bad call for him, too, either. No, 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 no it's actually not. I, yeah, I could, I can get down with that. Yeah. No, it's uh, go ahead, Kyle. You, you put this together, and I'm so proud of you because you've stepped up. Hey, thanks, and buddy. Put all this stuff up. So I'm, I'm not going to steal your thunder. Lead the way, brother. All right, man. Uh, number two is uh, Jalen Phillips from Miami. He scored 156.8 points in the listener league, uh, played 603 total defensive snaps, good for 54%, 42 tackles, 23 solo tackles, uh, nine tackles for loss, eight and a half sacks, 16 quarterback hits, a pass defense, a fumble recovery. Uh, Phillips had 402 pass rush snaps, uh, generated 39 pressures, and he had ended the year with a pressure rate of 9.7%. Um, dude, Miami guy. Yeah, yes. another guy from the U. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. One, and, one, and one two. One, two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had Phillips graded slightly higher, obviously, uh, coming out. And uh, I like him from a talent evaluation standpoint. A little more uh, ceilings mm-hmm. higher, in my opinion. Yeah. But Miami, you know, when you get drafted to the Dolphins – yeah, yeah, you laid it out. Yeah, you laid it out. A little bit yeah. of a nail in your coffin right there. Yeah. You're not set up to succeed. Them and the Cardinals, kind of similar situation. Oh, I, know. I, I I agree. I, I thought um I thought Phillips was the best pure pass rusher of the class coming out of the you know, going into the draft. I, I thought Phillips is just as a pass rusher, I thought I just thought he had he had some agreed. serious. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I look for. Yep. Um, he had the bend, the athleticism. He could, he could, be, you know, take the corner, get underneath you, and, and and get to beat you with speed. And you know, he could pop in his hands. Um, I like Phillips, like you said. There's the Miami effect in there. What's going to happen? Um, you know more than anybody being a Dolphins fan, and a, you know, um, but I, I do like Phillips. I think he's got serious game, and um, was, you know, he he put these strong together some good weeks. It was just and he stayed healthy. Yes, you, that you know was, what I mean. And the great concussion. And that was a question mark with yes. him. Was that was health. a big thing. That was a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood, Which, anything you want to add? Yeah, I mean the health was a big thing, and I actually had him in DWC. Um, but I traded him for a pretty good haul, though. You gotta admit, what I got back for him was a, a huge return. So I hated to let him go. Uh because especially I needed him at that position. But, I mean, what I got back from our boy B was just uh, – that was too good to pass up. I had to hit on that. Yeah, but that's I was, what it's all about. I was going to look I was gonna look it up, but I get kicked off the system there for inactivity. No, go, go <laughs> ahead. Look it up because, uh, I mean, it was a pretty good haul. I don't remember it right off the top of my head because I think I had just traded for him actually – Cause I did not draft him. I can't remember, but I traded for him. And then it wasn't long after that. I, I well, that he was, he up. was, he was part of your chase young deal. Originally you yep. traded Chase yep. young away to B. Yep. And then I don't, I, I don't know what happened after that. I can't recall right off the top of my head here, but let's see if I can 
anyways, go ahead with uh, whoever's next on the list. Uh, number yeah, number three, um, and we are going to talk about some guys we talked about a few weeks ago that were actually designated linebackers on MFL that are pass rushers. Um, so this is one of them. Um, Aziz Ojalari from the Giants. Uh, he scored 129.1 points, um, 780 snaps, 67% snap share in the year, 49 tackles, 29 solo, eight tackles for loss, eight sacks, 13 quarterback hits. Um, his pass rush numbers were 435 pass rush snaps 40 42 pressures um for a 9.66 pressure rate um Ozilari was a was a real nice value pick in the second round for the giants i thought they got a real good value with him there and oh, i, I um, love Ojalari. i think he's a perfect I, I hate to say this because people think i'm crazy but sometimes players i think you're crazy perfect. well nobody in general in, in general nobody, just saying nobody cares sorry go ahead yeah but I, it's, it's just my thought process. Sometimes I think there are certain players that are just perfect fits for certain teams, and I think Ojolare is a perfect fit for the Giants. I, I think he's just – he's that guy outside of Leonard Williams, you know. he He's their guy that, you know, some guy – or some teams draft wide receivers. Some teams can draft – linebackers or whatever. The Giants have always been good with that front four, and I think they've nailed a home run here with Ojalari. Dude. Oh, well, I found the trait, but um, the, yeah, thing about, the thing about Ojalari is uh, 67%. You know what I mean? Yep. That, that That's the key right there. He got a lot of snaps right off the bat. I think that leads everything I'm seeing on this list, so yeah, no, you're right. And that's going to go up. I mean, that I think that's his base. But that linebacker designation, mm -hmm. right? If yes. you're not playing in true position. Yep. Right, exactly. Yep. And the same with the next fellow on the list who, you know, we love athletically. Yes. But, you know, you ha you, it's a common mistake in, in a lot of leagues. Like, you fall in love with a guy in your talent evaluation, but, hey, he's going to be a linebacker. In yep. uh, MFL, man, yep. it's just the right. way it is, and and it happens every year. I see it every year in rookie drafts. Mm -hmm. No, and I, I think like we talked about this. Me and Hollywood did on the linebacker show, and we talked about these guys. And I think it's good to bring it up that you're bringing it up as well, dude. It, I think you got to include these guys with this edge group because they are pass rushers. But yes, if you are stuck with a linebacker designation, it really hinders their value play true position these guys get a boost if you play on a platform like sleeper with the, where they have dual dl lb designation or you, you whatever platform you use if you can get these guys edge designation that's why true position is the future the way to go. it's the future yeah. and the way to go and i believe i think me and daryl had saw something we had talked about last week mfl in general might be trending into the edge position for the Rashawn Gary's of the world. And, you know, we're talking veterans yep. here. So those guys, I just love talking about Rashawn Gary. I know, but, um, <laughs> those oh, nice, nice. Way to flip that in there. <laughs> I was waiting. I just, hey, I just walked your, it. Your Twitter profile pick number 52. All day. All day, baby. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Um, We're all yeah. Rashawn Gary fans here. Everyone, <laughs> every one of us has owned them, traded them back and forth. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep, we have. Yeah, but I know that's a great point. And uh, yeah, so. I mean, he's out of Michigan too. I'm sure that doesn't hurt. 
Exactly. Michigan oh, he's fan from Packer Michigan. Well, the hell, I made Michigan fan Packer fan. Michigan. Yeah, I'll trade you every pick I have for him if you got him in a league. I'm in. Deal done. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, we're moving to true position next year, and defense wins championships. Yeah. And for people who don't understand, you know what I mean, the difference that it makes. I I have a good example from today. Uh, Shaq Barrett. Yes. You know what I mean? Like uh, he he was linebacker thirty two, I believe it was. But now, it, with our scoring system, he would have been defensive end number four. Right. You know what I mean? Shaq Barrett, defensive end number four in, yep. in true position in our scoring system for defense wins championships. That's, right. a, that's, a, that's a healthy bump, you know what I mean? Like yeah, 32 bump. to number four. Yep. And that, you know shows I mean? you, that shows you the difference in it with – Without true position, the position scarcity that comes in with straight defensive end designated players in in reference to how deep linebacker is, if Shaq Barrett goes from DE4 to LB30. 32. 32. You know what I'm saying? Like That's why in leagues that aren't true position with where these pass rushers get the edge tag, defensive ends – go even up in value in my book because the Miles Garrett's of the world's and, and the deal, you know, um, Daniel Hunters, and Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, those guys are the elite tier is that much more valuable when you don't get to put what could have been DE4 in the mix. You know, TJ exactly. Watt is a linebacker, right? And now, yeah. and now it's going to be vice versa where right. your linebackers – Right. You know what I mean? And I want to warn you guys and everybody else in our league that may be listening to this, you know what I mean? The premium that true position puts on true linebackers now, every down linebackers, I mean, that gets thin quick. You know, yes. it's already a position that, you you know what I mean, right. typically in IDP we, we go after early and often. you got to yeah. have a stud linebacker. But now, I mean, it's going to be, you yeah. know, you need tell, to have stud tell, tell me linebackers. Inside tell, linebacker. Yeah, tell me how many teams have two full-time linebackers still. Exactly. That number is dropping, you know. Yeah. Not many. So, Not many yeah. at all. For, for any, so any of your listeners that are moving to true position or starting to get into true position, that puts a premium on those kind of guys. Yep, absolutely. No, it's this is good stuff, man. Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, next guy on the list, uh, Odafe Owe, Jason Owe, um, 103 points, uh, 65% snaps, 615 total snaps, 65%, 33 tackles, 23 solo, five tackles for loss, five sacks, 15 quarterback hits, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, um, 421 pass rush snaps, and he was the leader in rookie pressures with 49, and he had 11.64% pressure rate just behind Rousseau. Yeah, so, see, see, I wasn't a big uh, fan of his. You're a production I, guy. You don't like the fact that he – I get it. You, you yeah. don't like that he didn't have any production at Penn State. Yeah, didn't we have a sack. Yeah, we talked about that rather extensively on episode 99. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's kind of anomaly because not saying I'm right, but I think if you can rush in college, you're going to be able to rush in the pros. If you can't rush in college, you're not going to do it in the pros. So his 11.64 pressure rate, I was shocked by that. I was like, wow. When I, when you put that up there and I saw that, I was like, wow. That's that's impressive. Um, yeah, you shouldn't really be, though. He runs a 4-3. Yeah. 
long yeah, arms, but, athletic as hell. Yeah. And and remember in that episode ninety nine, we were talking about uh, <laughs> Ferguson. Uh, remember he, he led he led the NCAA in sacks. He was a, a Baltimore Raven too uh, at one yeah. point. And right. uh, you know where's his production going to get him? If you if you don't have the two, you know what I mean, married up. And if you also, for my money, the you need those measurables more than anything else. You're looking for those freak athletes. This is the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You might get away with that in college and, you know, in uh, a defense optional uh, conference or like a, a group of five conference, say. But, man, you got to have that. It's a prerequisite. Everybody's, you know, the cream of the crop athletically. So when you run a four three at D end, that gets my my attention. But again, and I stated at that time, the the linebacker tag, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's not a great asset despite the talent evaluation because he's got the linebacker tag. But that changes again with true position. So, yep, no, absolutely. He might All be a way. good buy. Yeah. Might be a good buy for somebody yes. like. In our league where we're transitioning, somebody might not know his true value, whoever drafted in our league. I think it was uh, uh, Manny, actually. I know it was because I thought about drafting him when I took Kafanga. And just based on the fact that he, I knew he was going to be linebacker. Actually, no, at that point, I did not know that. No, yeah. Yeah. But. I had problems with his production as well, actually, like uh, Hollywood. So I guess I shouldn't have shit all over Hollywood earlier when I said that. <laughs> no, I mean, like uh, we said, I remember on the show too, we said like, I, dude, I get where you're coming from, Hollywood. Like he had zero sacks his last year at Penn State. It's hard to not be like, eh, you know, what's happening here? But yeah, measurable-wise, he's off the chart. Um, nah, good stuff, man. Uh, next guy is Quiddy Pay from the Colts. Uh, 98.9 points, uh, 639 defensive snaps, good for 66%. 32 tackles, 16 solos, three tackles for loss, for loss, four sacks, 10 quarterback hits, a pass defense, a fumble, forced fumble, and two fumble recoveries. Um, his pass rush numbers were 399 pass rush snaps, 39 pressures for a 9.77% pressure rate. Um, where you guys at now he has the de tag because he was in the eberflu system um so i thought he would have a better, better year to be honest like yeah. i know he's top five on the list but i still thought you know what i mean i thought top three would be yeah. you know i was even kind of thinking maybe top two because of the playing time that he was going to receive right off the bat mm-hmm. so a little bit of a disappointment in, in my opinion yep not it's not real bad and i'm not saying right. anything about it long term who knows but I, I thought i i would have expected a little better he he just he had that he was a little streaky you know in that mid-season he had the three weeks where he had a sack you know three three consecutive weeks he had a little streak there um i i think i'm a michigan fan so i'm probably a little biased um i always thought you know pay is a free he's a he's a freak athlete like speed to power is yeah, insane yeah. you know agility's there he just like uh, the one thing with him was he relied on that bull rush a ton at Michigan because he'd just drive your ass straight back and he could win there all day, you know. 
and ain't happening in the NFL. That's the thing, man. You know, he he would do the swim and he'd have a spin the spin move every once in a while. He just had to start coming up with a different plan. And I think, you know, maybe as that develops, I I think he's got I think the potential's there for him to take a step year or two. I thought for he'd sure. have a better, I thought he'd have a better rookie year as well, but um I did I was a little worried about the learning curve pass rush wise for him, but um He's, he's a stout dude. He's good against the run, too. I always thought he was pretty well disciplined on the edge as far as against the run. He's real rock solid there. So makes me think he could be, a, you know, an every-down defensive end. So, Well, he basically already was, and they trusted right, him. Right. You know, they, he was the second-highest uh, snap percentage out of everybody there on that yep. list, if I'm not mistaken. Nope. And yep. so, you know what I mean? That means he is taking care of business with assignment-wise. Yep. Yep. So. They do trust him, and uh, you know he probably still has a, a bright future. But yeah. uh, and there's a big uh, learning curve, like you said. It's the NFL, yep. and you know now he knows what he's got to do. Now he knows he can't get away with some of the stuff he got away with in college. You know, you got to mm-hmm. tighten up your technique. You got to, you know, maybe put on some some more bulk uh, for the yep. NFL or whatever route you want to take. Whatever route the coaches um, think fits their system best, and you know, he, that's that's what I think being a rookie is, is all about more than anything else. Uh, unless you're a super freak like like Micah, you, you got to find your fit and find out what they demand from you in that system and then work on your body. You know what I mean? To uh, actually be able to uh, carry out those assignments. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Hollywood. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like it because he has DeForest Buckner there. I think that helps him. Uh, you're playing in front of Darius Leonard. Um, I think both of those help him a lot. Um, I thought he would do a little better as a rookie than what I, you know, than what most expected. I, you know, if you'd have told me he would have been behind Jason away, I'd have told you no way. Um, if you'd have told me he'd have been behind Aziz Ojolari, I'd have probably told you no way. I, I I think Russo and Phillips were my one, two, but I really thought Pay was my number three, and I still think that. Um, I think he's a good fit what Indianapolis wants to do. Um, and he's got the pieces around him, like I said, with DeForest Buckner, with Darius Leonard playing behind him. So I think that's going to help him. Um, I, I feel like looking at this list, and we'll we'll get down into some of these other guys, but I think Pay is a guy that next year is going to make one of the bigger jumps. Now, he may not pass some of those guys, but I think from where he is now to next year, I think he's going to be one that makes one of the bigger jumps that we'll see. But now he could be – who did they hire as the DC to replace? Uh, uh, or did they promote from within? I don't remember right off. Because if he has a change in systems, that that could be detrimental. They hire one yet? Oh yeah, they hired Gus Bradley. That's right. Oh, Gus Bradley. Okay. Yes, 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 yep. yes. Yep, I knew I heard oh. it. Yep. So they're gonna still be staying four uh, three yep. then. Yeah. Yep. They'll yep. stay four three. Yep. Which helps him, I think. I mean, when you got DeForest Buckner and him with uh, with Leonard, I think that's your that's kind of a triangle you're building. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. I yeah. I, I agree. I think 
think he'll be a lot closer to the top guys in next year. Than yeah, it could right be now. a could be a decent buy low, even though a lot of guys aren't really popping right. off the bandwagon after a rookie season. Right. But yeah, you had to spend a decent rookie pick on him to get him because he was one of yeah. the top. You know, when especially when you look after um, the NFL draft, the rookie draft, him with the DE tag, um, you know, that, that was going to give him a boost because guys like Owe and, and uh, Ojolari, you know, they had that LB tag. So, yeah, he went um, 1.07 in our in our uh, rookie draft last year. Yeah, well, that's after Russo and Phillips. So he was the third edge guy. Yeah, off the board pre-draft. Okay. Um, next guy on the list, uh, Jonathan Cooper from Broncos, seventy-six point eight points, four hundred fifty-seven snaps, forty-five uh, percent snap share, thirty-eight tackles, twenty-two solos, four tackles for loss, two and a half sacks. Um, his pass rush numbers: uh, two six, two hundred sixty-five pass rush snaps, twenty-three pressures, eight point six eight pressure rate. Um. Cooper, we talked about him Hollywood last week on the linebackers. When we talked about him, he was forced into action. Yep. Um, seventh round pick that they got something out of uh, right away, you know, out of necessity because Chubb was hurt. They traded Von Miller. You know, they they had to throw someone in there. Cooper had a couple splash weeks. Um, not a guy I'm really looking at long term. Um, that's what where I'm at with him. Yeah, yeah, a whole lot of a whole lot of meh. Yeah, as yep. uh, Hollywood say, Hollywood would say. Eh? Yep, yep. It's, it's surprising to me that he that he's there. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a, it. Kind of is to me too, and they've got a whole situation right now. You know, Fangio's gone, so they got new guys in town. Um, you know, AJ Johnson was hurt. Uh, Josie Jewell was hurt. You know, you've got Cooper. You've got. Um, Oh God, help me, Kyle. I'm sorry. We were talking. I was looking at the list. Didn't we you? Oh, Chubb. Chubb was. We were talking. Chubb was hurt. Von well, Miller Chubb's left. gone. You got AJ Johnson Green. hurt. You, yeah, Malik jo- Green's hurt. Josie Jules, Jules hurt. hurt. You got yeah. AJ yeah. Johnson hurt. Um, the guy that stepped up from uh, Indiana State, I think it was. Um, oh, Griffin, Jonas Griffin, or uh, yeah, Jonas Griffin. They've got a, a lot of young pieces, and I really don't know where this new coaching staff or what they're going to do with this group. Um, uh, I got to think that Johnson, AJ Johnson, and Cooper are two of their pieces in place. Um, AJ Johnson's a free agent, I'm pretty sure. Yep. We'll see that that changes things. Yep. Him and Jewel are um, both free agents. And yeah, I think it's. It's Baron Browning and um, Baron Browning. That was the other one. I was thinking, yes. And uh, Sternad, looking yeah. looking like those those could be the two moving forward, unless they yeah. draft somebody. Yeah, they, I mean that they, defense could at the linebacker spot could look completely different than absolutely. what we've seen in the last two years. Yep. No, I agree. Totally agree. Um, next guy on the list. Um, Joe Tryon Shoyinka from the Bronco or Broncos from the Buccaneers, uh, seventy three point five points, five hundred sixty uh, defensive snaps, forty nine percent, twenty nine tackles, twenty one tackles for loss, or twenty one solo tackles, five tackles for loss, 
four sacks, 10 quarterback hits. Uh, his pass rush stats were 372 pass rush snaps, 33 pressures, 8.87% pressure rate. Um, Joe Tryon is a buy for me, hoping he gets the edge tag. Yep. Um, or the, hopefully he transitions to a DE tag if you don't go true position or MFL does go to edge in general. But um, Jason Pierre-Paul is going to be a free agent. And yep. Joe Tryon's drafted in the first round. I think he's showed that he can he can get it done there. He, he had some real nice flash weeks. And um, just you're going to have to show that he can get it done with a heavier workload. I mean, that's always the thing with the guys that splash in as a rookie. But I like Tryon. He's a guy I'm actively trying to get, if I can get now, to see if he can step up year two, opposite of uh, Shaq Barrett. Yep, me too. I'm trying to get Tryon everywhere. Uh, I agree with you on JPP being possibly gone. Um, what did it do with Shaq Barrett? So uh, I think Tampa, what we've seen the last few years, they're going to look completely different. I know they've they signed all their starters last year, but I don't quite know that they do that again this year. Um, who knows? But Tryon's definitely somebody I'm targeting for my – Fantasy teams for sure. Dude, anything you want to add on Tryon? Are you a Tryon no, guy? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. I, yeah. I, I didn't. I, I didn't mind him come out of Washington. I also didn't, you know, try actively pursue him as much as I probably should have, uh, to be honest. And based on his draft slot, you know, probably draft capital, I could have. Uh, made a, a little better effort to acquire them, I guess, and in places, but it's, it's a pretty top heavy list, uh, you know, that, that you've assembled here and just in general, you know what I mean? Yes. For, for rookie IDPs. So I don't get too, too excited about, um, you know, a lot of uh, rookies that could may or may not, you know what I mean? Like I'm, mm-hmm with the way I construct my teams, uh, I'll take a shot here and there, but, and I, pro- I probably should have taken more shots on him is what I'm saying. And I, and I do like him as a player, but the thing that kind of, uh, went through my head is uh, a couple of great quiz questions for, uh, what school did JPP go to is easier actually than what school Shaq Barrett went to. And I stump people on that one a lot. Oh shit! I can't even. Oh. I I, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I know I should know this. Ooh. So USF for JPP, I'm pretty yes. sure. Yeah. And Colorado State. Colorado oh, State. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. For wow. uh, Shaq Barrett, nobody ever gets that one. Yeah. You got me there. People on that one all got the time. Me. That's good. That's good. That's a good yeah. trivia question. That's good. That's good stuff. I like that. I love that that's kind all, of stuff too. That's all I got. I like it. Um, <laughs> no, that's good stuff, man. I am going to read off the next three. If you guys want to chime in on one, yeah, go three. ahead. Number eight, it was <laughs> Adit Kanobu Ogadeniji, Ogadeniji, with seventy-nine points. Um, he had a three-point-eight-six percent pressure rate. Chauncey Golston from the Cowboys at se- was number nine, 76.3 points. He had a 9.2% pressure rate. Isaiah Loudermelt for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 56.5 points. He had a 3.66% pressure rate. So those three players, Agudenji and 
Laudermilk pretty low on that pressure rate. Golston, 9.2%. Kind of that number sticks out to me. Anything you guys want to oh, talk about? Oh, I love Golston. Love him yeah, in we, Dallas. Yeah, we both said that we like Golston going into the season yes. out, of Iowa, out of Iowa. I think all of yeah. us like them. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. Those other guys, Atlanta's defense is horrible. Ogadeji got some run. Fifth round pick, Laudermilk, fifth round pick out of Wisconsin. I don't know if those. Are uh, Golston's the one I'm most excited about as well. I know you guys were actually higher on than I was um, early on. Um, so that was 8, 9, and 10. Number 11, um, Carlos Basham from the Bills. Uh, he had 51 points, 201 defensive snaps. That was only 39%. 18 tackles, 11 solos, 4 tackles for loss, 3 quarterback hits. Um, pass rush numbers, 140 pass rush snaps, 14 pressures, 10% pressure rate. So um, pretty limited sample size there for Basham. His playing time was hit and miss. You know, only 140 pass rush snaps, did have 14 pressures. 10, 10% pressure rate is up there as far as this group's considered. Um, decent draft capital in the second round. I don't know, dudes, where are you at with Basham? Um, in, that, in, that, in that Buffalo mix of we talked about, you know. Yeah, I'm not a huge boogie Basham guy, as I've been on record as saying previously. But I mean, that's a that's not bad, you know. Like, um, no, it's a small sample size, but it's not bad, like you said. I agree. Yeah, and uh, you know, I view him more as like a technician. I think he had more tools in in his uh, repertoire. He's more polished, but he's uh, just not that freak athlete that that I look for. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean. That's that's solid for a, a rookie campaign, and that shows uh, some promise. And uh, you know, I might end up changing my my tune on him uh, to an extent, right? Mm -hmm. I I think he is capped and limited, but I I know that's one of Hollywood's guys, so I'll let him preach. Uh, Car Carlos Basham, <laughs> Hollywood, where you at, my man? Yeah, I mean, I know he was a big stud for Wake Forest. Um, yep, sure was. Liked him coming out of there. Uh, I really liked his versatility, and I still do. I, I say I liked. I still do because I think he's a guy that can – he can play defensive end. He can kind of kick inside the defensive tackle if they need him to. And I think that's what McDermott likes. He likes that versatility where he can mix and match pieces. Um, I think he's a guy that maybe wasn't – Super impressive as a rookie, but I think, and this is something that I've been thinking about here lately, and I'm guilty of it. You got to be more patient with rookies, and I think he's a rookie that if you're yeah. just, it, yep. if you can be patient with him, yeah, he's got the perfect fit, the perfect system, the perfect head coach with the perfect scheme, with the way they play. I think if you'll just be patient with him, he's going to pay off. Um, he was a little older, you know, too, though, wasn't he? He was. He was a little bit older. Um, and that's okay. I, I, for me, he's a guy I'm targeting everywhere. You know, I didn't get him in a lot of drafts last year. But if I can trade for him this year, I'm all in because I, I think they're going to move some pieces. Addison, Jerry Hughes are gone. You know, yeah. they've moved A.J. Epinesa. They've kind of moved him back to Oh, oh your boy A.J. Epinesa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've been playing him a little bit at outside linebacker. So, 
you know, with Russo and Oliver and Basham, and there's one more. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but I think that they want to be. Really good point, I think that's they a really good point. Gonna, sorry. No, you're fine. Jerry, I think they want to be young up front, and I think that fits. Mm-hmm. Basham's going to get an opportunity. He could, I think, he, that, I think that, so too. He, yeah, he could be that now. that mouse click guy, the praise of a mouse click yeah, that could. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if you're if you're in dynasty leagues and you're kind of looking for that piece that can kind of push your trades over, that nobody's going to throw in. Yeah, a little throw yeah. in. Yep. Throw but, in. I mean, I, it's got to be a deep league to begin with, though. Really, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I I, I think well, most of us play in deep now. leagues, though. I yeah, mean, the three of us, we play in deep leagues, so that's what we're thinking of. So, you know, if I'm looking for that little extra edge, okay, you give me Basham. Sure, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, 10% pressure rate. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's impressive. Really good. So, now, so, so, you know what I mean? They're looking at the same numbers, and they're just saying, well, we just got to give him more opportunities and see what he does with them because he exactly. did well with what he was given. Let's go. I mean, you give him what he had a hundred forty passer snaps. If he gets, if he gets, exactly. th- if he gets three hundred passer snaps and keeps the same pressure rate, that's thirty pressures. You know exactly. You know NFL wise, I'm talking Buffalo's going to like that. You know, yeah. So no sacks yep. though. Right. Right. Yeah. But um, you know, like a lot of people will argue, sacks aren't necessarily a sticky stat right you know look at max crosby well, this year you well know, one just, thing that me and dan a ton uh, of pressures yeah me but, and dan and that kind of focused though, on it was it was uh oh shit i can't think of the word i was just all yeah. i was saying was Indi- like the, indicators yes if you I'm just go saying, look at yes. his quarterback hits or quarterback pressures it's the same with corners and safeties their pass deflections those are good indicators of pass rush so if they're getting high numbers as quarterback hits, quarterback pressures, that's a pretty good indicator that they're getting opportunities to make the sacks. Yeah, it all now, works together. It all, it all, right, it's yes. all intertwined. Yeah, and I didn't mean so. to cut you off, Kyle. I'm sorry. All no, I was saying was like it's it can work in weird ways, right? Somebody can luck into a few sacks, get a guy on the one side right. getting pressure, and a quarterback turns your way. You might get a coverage sack. You might, you know, Max Crosby was kind of a weird anomaly this year. Got a ton of pressures, but didn't get the big sack numbers, but was creating all kinds of havoc, you know. But yeah, he had a he had a great year, and and what right. I was going to say about him was just that he changed his body composition. Absolutely, yep. playing yes. his day. It was playing his yes. day to me. That you know what I mean. We talked about this in the off season again. He, you know, he was first into to the to the weight room every day, into the building yep. every day. Yep. Last guy out. I think it was an orange Lamborghini or something he had, and and uh, <laughs> yep. No yeah, Gruden kept it. asking who, who had it, right? And that's what you get when you put the work in, right? And and yep. I thought he looked sloppy the year before. I was completely yep. off him. I was not. I did not ever really see him being what he became this year. And and I think, like you said, there's uh, even more opportunities for more statistics for him. And uh, yes. you got him in in our league for for what a first rounder. First and a fourth, I think I took. Yeah, first and a yeah. fourth round pick. Yeah. Who'd you trade for? Who? Who? You? Who was that with? Hollywood. Yeah, it was. Eh, that's what <laughs> I yeah. thought. Hollywood, Hollywood just got rid of all his DN. <laughs> yeah. And now, I needed I'm to, now I'm just yeah. going to trade him all mine. 
for all those first rounders that he picked up and get rid of them all. Hollywood's making that league go around. He's he's keeping it fun. Hey. Um, oh yeah, right. he's he's the best trade partner I've ever had. Yeah, he, he'll work a fair deal with you. And uh, no, man, I like. Uh, um, at the time, he was looking to get picks. He want he liked the class. I needed a defensive end because I was competing. I got Max Crosby, and the rest of my team went to shit. Yeah, <laughs> so I, that's the way it goes. You know, I, not saying I'm right or wrong, but here was my thought process. He had that huge breakout game. Or I say breakout, but that huge game, what was it? Four sacks or three sacks, whatever it was. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, now's the time. If you're ever going to do it, now's yeah. the time to capitalize on that. Yeah. And you thought of your good friend and co host, Kyle, so you could show that. <laughs> I love Kyle. I was like, let hey, me I, help I'll, my brother. I'll Kyle be honest out. with you. I don't regret the deal one bit. He's 24, no. 25. Yeah, uh, I don't I think, regret it either. I mean, I, I just. Yeah, I think I, you'll be just fine. You got a good pick for him. I need a defensive I mean, end. I took one this young. year because I'm hurting that defensive end. I really am. I, I, well, because you traded Chase Young. And then you got Jalen Phillips for him, and you traded him, sent him out packing two after you traded Max Crosby. Hey. I mean, you weren't you weren't hurting at DN before that. I wasn't, but watch me watch me work. When good. Dra- hey, just watch me work when draft day comes. I, I got it. this. I, I got it. this. All right, I'm gonna roll okay. through these next three names. Um, if you guys want to talk about them, well, after I roll Go through. Ahead. Them. Uh, number twelve was Chris Rumpf at forty six point nine points. Uh, 89 pass rush snaps, four pressures, 4.49 percent pressure rate. 13 was Taron Jackson from the Eagles, 44.2 points, 156 pass rush snaps, six pressures, 3.85 percent pressure rate. Four, number 14 on the list was Cameron Sample from the Bengals, 42.9 points, um, pressure numbers, 252 pass rush snaps, 17 pressures, 6.75 percent pressure rate. You guys, any three of those guys you want to talk about? Have at her. You know what? I Oof. actually like all four of them. Three. I love it was Chris only three. Rump. I think he's going to be only three. A, <laughs> he's going to be a player next to uh, Joey Bosa. Uh, Teron Jackson, I think he's a good fit for the Eagles sample. I think he can develop into that guy uh, up there in Cincinnati. And Peyton Turner, I know dude. Hey, we're not on Peyton so Turner yet. We're not on Peyton Turner yet. He's the last well, one. Don't, okay. don't you jump the gun here. Okay. It's three. So, so those three, I like Rump the best uh, because they got Jeffrey Tillery, they got um, Joey Bosa, uh, Derwin James playing behind him. I think of those three, he's the guy that I like the best. And plus, his dad is a college uh, is a uh, NFL coach, so he knows that he knows what he has to do. So, right uh, me, it just always pops up, you know, Duke. Coastal Carolina, Tulane. That's right. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I liked all those guys. Uh, yeah, really, yeah. Rump and, and Taron Jackson as, as long shots, right? Uh, Rump, right. we knew it was going to take some time to develop. He's a skinny kid. Uh, be patient. You know, yes. Yeah, yeah, real patient with him. His developmental uh, curve is going to be, you know, it's going to take some time with him, and. Uh, you know, Taron Jackson's not a blue chip prospect or anything, but uh, he's, uh, you know, he's got a little something and he could maybe uh, make a career for himself in the, in the NFL. And I, I'm not rushing out to, to get him or anything, but he kind of, you know, if I see him on the wire, I, I think about him uh, just because I, you know, 
it's one of those ones where you want to be right on those long, long shots, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. And Cameron Sample had a lot of good buzz uh, at the Senior Bowl, I believe yep. it was. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Perfect so, segue. Uh, That's what I was about to say. Senior Bowl just concluded. Every year we see it. Somebody steps up. Marcus Davenport, Cameron Sample. Um, and I'm not completely out on Sample. I think he's going to be – Pretty good piece for them up there in Cincinnati. So well, he'll be rotational uh, as it sits. He's sitting behind some talented guys, and they're going to get Joseph Osai back. So, you know, and I think him and Osai could be the future at the end, especially with those linebackers. Because you look, you got Osai, you could have Sample, you could have Akeem Davis, Gaither, Tremaine Pratt, and Logan Wilson mm -hmm. with Von Bell and Jesse Bates. Provided Jesse, they can Jesse Bates a free agent. agent. Going to be a free oh, agent. Yeah. They got dun dun dun. dun. Oh my god, they got. We'll get there. We'll to, get there. We're not. I I shouldn't fire you up on Jesse Bates. I know where. Oh this is Jesus going. Christ! They have to tag his ass right. I know. Okay. No, I. Yeah, I. I shouldn't have started. I shouldn't have pulled the okay. joke and hit the cord on there. I got. I, Jesus I got Christ! The Jesse, they are the dumb Bates as hell if they don't freaking tag his ass. <laughs> Yeah, they need to bring Jesse Bates back. Go ahead. But we I are going to we are going to roll into here's, our here's last where Duke has to eat some crow. No, I don't. Oh, I no, I don't. I don't think that at all. I no disagree way. with that. I oh yeah, I, I completely disagree. disagree. It's the first thing I ever said on any of your guys' podcast. It, it doesn't matter because I, you know what, I think Eight you hit, I think you're ahead of your time and you hit a home yes. run with this. And I will back what you said okay. and support what you Here said we go. on this. Number 15 on the list, Peyton Turner from the New Orleans Saints, 42.3 points, hundred only 143 defensive snaps, 41% snap share, only played five games due to injury. So injuries, it happens. What are you going to do? 12 tackles, nine solo tackles, three tackles for loss, a sack, and three quarterback hits. His pass rush numbers. 111 pass rush snaps, 10 pressures, 9% pressure rate. So, I like Peyton Turner. I'm, we're going to kick it to Deuce because he is the Peyton Turner. Yeah. Kick it He's the president of fan club. I like Peyton Turner, and I definitely disagree with, with you having to eat crow on Turner from where I'm sitting. You have the floor, Deuce. Well, I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, he, he underwhelmed me a bit this year. Uh, but the injuries, he only gets to play five games. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But of course, Marcus Davenport would finally break out. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what it did. Them drafted Peyton Turner in the first round, just pushed Marcus Davenport to finally uh, come out of his shell a little bit here. He's He's got to buy Peyton Turner a Rolex because yeah. Peyton Turner got <laughs> right. him to make some money for himself. Motivation. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. The jury's still out. But you, you made the call of trading up to get Peyton Turner in our draft before the NFL draft, and he went in the yep. first round. You yep. were on him before. so and I, I honestly did not see it. I, I will admit I did not see that happening. And dude freaking nailed it. Yes, sir. He did. And there's another guy out of that Houston program this year that's making a little buzz in Logan Hall. Uh, I don't quite mm -hmm. think he's Peyton Turner-esque, but he is. He's got the size. I like Logan Hall. Three tech, he can play five tech. But yeah, it's like Houston's churning out some of these guys. But Dude was ahead of the curve on Turner. I liked what I saw yeah, in Turner when he played. It's just the injuries. He only played five games. 
small sample right. size, but nine percent pressure rate, pretty solid. Dana Holgerson, yeah, University of Houston, yeah. They're they're uh, they're. I look at them the way I kind of looked at Memphis before and and Cincinnati. You know, like those are some, and Houston's even bigger. Like Houston's a huge market. People yeah, don't realize, yeah, people don't realize that about Houston. Yeah. And they got a little bit of a hotbed there as far as recruiting and, and stuff, you know, if they can keep their guys home. And they've had some talent come through. As I said, yep. they've had Ed Oliver. I think Oliver did it with that five-star rating, yep. you know. He could have went anywhere, and he chose Houston. Yep. Yep. So, I think so that I think that just freaking blossomed everything for them. So we're we're they had, really a, they had a decent tournament in basketball last year too. Yes. You know what yep. I mean? They're like, good this year. They're top ten yeah. in the nation in, in basketball this year. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're a program on the rise, and yes. so you're gonna see you're gonna continue to see more and more guys come out of there and stuff like that, like Peyton Turner going first round. Yep. You know what I mean? That only helps. Right. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, the uh, we'll see what happens with with Peyton Turner. I, I don't want to. You know, I. I I said too much last year. I should have maybe just kind of chilled a little bit on my expectations. The injuries, though, man. Like I never dock a guy for injuries. It it, it happens. But I I when he got out there and he flashed it right away, I thought it was going to happen, and he just got hurt. And I mean, with what's going on with the Saints, uh, you know, some team. I mean, Cam Jordan's contract might be a little bit hard to move, but also like it's not out of the question that somebody does kind of what the Rams did with, with Vaughn Miller, uh, even though Cam wow. Jordan's got more uh, years left on his on his contract uh, than Vaughn Miller did. But, I mean, you know, a contender, Cam Jordan's still a stud, and uh, you never wow. know. He could, he could get moved, and depending on what they do with Davenport, it's all about opportunity. It's all about, yep. you know, snap counts like we all know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, 9% pressure rate isn't too bad, even though haven't seen enough yet. That's yep. that's all I can say. The jury is still out. The big thing is, is Davenport's going to be a free agent, earn himself some money. He goes, Davenport could slide into a role and get a chance to get those snaps. Yeah, Turner could slide right into Davenport. Yeah, yeah. and I don't that's, think Bond's that's... been anything special either. I know he was drafted. He's He's really not panned out to be what they thought, so – yeah, no, it, that's because he's more of a linebacker. He's a, you know what I mean? He's a tweener. Yeah, he's, he's more. He's just, he was yeah. a rushbacker at Wisconsin, and in, in a try, and he was creating all sorts of problem off the edge at Wisconsin, and exactly. uh, tried to turn into an off ball guy, and it just didn't work out. So exactly. I apologize, boys. Uh, I honestly felt like we were uh, done after the uh, the the awards ceremony there. I, Forgot all about the last piece of the the puzzle, and I was going on and droning on about stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. When I should have... Oh, it's we're good, man. Save some for the for the big finale there. Good, <laughs> You guys up late again. At least it's not a school night for you, eh, Hollywood? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's all we got. That's the top fifteen there. Um, top fifteen edge rushers with a couple linebackers. Um, Linebacker designated players from MFL. Um, great discussion. Now we roll into the last piece of the main event. Super yeah, Bowl pick. So, so we got to talk here. It's Super Bowl week. We're, uh, what, two days away. Actually, we're a day away now. Yes. Um, 
Rams minus four versus the Bengals. <laughs> Man, I have listened to every radio show, every podcast, every TV station, every gambling site <laughs> known to man to try to see if I can gain an advantage somewhere. Pick up an edge. <laughs> yeah, to pick up an edge. I got it for you, um, my man. I got it for you. This who is do it. you this like? Is- who do you like to win? Why? And I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little uh, twist here. If you're a gambling guy, who are you taking? Because I think in my head, what I've got is just completely off the rails. Here's your edge. I had futures on the Rams. Then I only took three this year. Okay, well okay. that's a lot actually. But I, I had the Rams and the Niners. So I had the NFC, and they were both 13 to 1 preseason. Yeah, they were. And you, you can go back in the annals and, and, and see that, in the annals and, and see that. Uh, I, you know what I mean? I'm on record. I've said it everywhere. And then during the season, when the Chiefs got off to that bad start, uh, they went up to 7 to 1. Hmm. So I had. I took them, and I believe they actually got up to nine to one, if I'm not mistaken. At least it was eight to one. Uh, and then I was supposed to put even more money on that. I'm kind of glad I didn't now, in retrospect. But right. Uh, anyways, so I had three of the four, and the only there's only one thing that can screw me, and that's that's what you got to go with right there, Hollywood. <laughs> you, you, go with the you lay your money down on the Bengals, brother, because I got. You got a hedge, dude. Yeah, because I think the Rams are going to kill him. I, I think the Rams are, you know what I mean? Like, you look at this matchup on paper, and there's only one thing that can do it. Well, more than one thing, but it's Burrow. You know what I mean? Their O-line sucks. Right. Their defense is, you know what I mean, should get tore up. Eli Apple should get <laughs> exposed. You know what I mean? Like, this should be a beatdown, and it could be. It might be. But Burrow, man. He's the X factor, and I just cannot count the kid out, man. Like he's right. it. He's got that it factor, and I would not be one bit surprised if he's smoking cigars after that. And I thought real hard about hedging, but it's just not in my blood. Uh, when I seen it at plus four and a half, I was like, you know what, man? Maybe I should. But then I started doing the math on it all, and where does it kind of, you know what I mean? And and just yep. where's the fun in that too? Like, you know, you put a you lay down one hundred and fifty on uh, San Fran, and and uh, the Rams preseason, then you you lay down a nice chunk on uh, on uh, Kansas City. I think I got two hundred on them, uh, you know. And then you start thinking like, well, if I do win the thirteen hundred, you know, with the Rams or sorry, uh, it's close to two thousand, like nineteen seventy five or something like that. And right. uh, you know, where does where where do my uh, profit margins kind of get cut into, and why do I? feel the need to hedge really you know what i mean and isn't it funner isn't it really what it's all about is to and then i started thinking about laying more money on the rams and now, <laughs> now i'm just kind of because that's who i think will win you know what i mean if you're asking me who i think will win see, but, see uh, i'm i'm all over the place right now i'm a freaking yeah. mess lay it on us because oh, because everything in my head tells me 
the Rams wins this. They got Stafford. They got o, OBJ. They got Cooper Cup. They've got Aaron Donald, who just freaking dominates people. Everything says this is the smart play, and and I'm kind of like, dude, I'm I'm thinking Joe Cool, and I heard it today. I'm not surprised if he shows up in a fur coat smoking a cigar. He's got that moxie. He's got that Joe Namath fur coat. Yeah, he, he's got that. I don't it. give a damn if you've got so. the best defensive player. I don't give a damn if you've got the best player, period, which is Aaron Donald in the league. By the way, Aaron Donald, best player in the league by far. But he's got that. He's got that mentality. He's got that swag. He's got that me. My me. He's got my me. I don't give a shit who you are. Yeah, water off a duck's your back, ass. Jack. Yeah, water <laughs> off a duck's back. I mean, he survived Tennessee, who sacked his ass nine freaking times. And I know. Like, eh. You know, I, I ain't scared. He was, he was sacked 60 times this year. Only quarterback in history to lead the league and getting sacked and, and make it this far. It's crazy. Right. You know what I mean? There's just too many of those, too many of those things lining up for him. How do you but really attack nine like, times and win? And I, yeah, and it, I love it, that. My one hang up is that offensive line because eesh, eesh, that offensive well, line for Cincy is it, it's rough. And you're facing Aaron Donald. That's let's face it, guy. that's a that's bad, but I just, I, dude, I, I know you know this more than anybody. My gut is telling me Joe fucking Drink Burrow, another he, Budweiser. <laughs> Joe Burrow is fixing to big dick these bastards like we've never seen anybody in my life, dude. I'm telling you. If I'm, I, I'm, I'm so close. And I, I'm probably going to wait till last minute, and that's probably going to bite me. But I'm so close to just shoving what I got on Cincinnati you know, and Burrow. You know what I hope to see out of all of it? I, well, I want to <laughs> see a good game. I always want to see a good game. Yeah. But I can't, oh, it'll stand, be a good game. I can't stand Jalen Ramsey. I can't stand him, man. I hope Jamar Chase and Burrow just go to work on him and expose him. And I want to see him throwing little – Hissy crybaby fits on the sidelines and throwing his helmet and you know, oh, I'm calling him out. Yeah, you're gonna call him out, all right. You're gonna get smoked. <laughs> I hope, I, I hope he does, man. I, I really do not like Jalen Ramsey. I never have. I, I mean, he's I'm good, not a good, big Jalen Ramsey guy. Either. Yeah, he's a good player, but I don't agree with this whole thing that he's the number one corner in the league. You no, know, no, no, no. I'm not saying. Yeah, I mean, there's no. an argument to be made, but. Anyway, I, I hope to see Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow just light up. I do too. Kyle, tell tell us what you got, bro, because I'm telling you, I'm I'm I, I don't know what to do here. Um I number one is I for the first time in a while, i I'm cool with either team winning in general because I really like I've always liked Stafford, even in Detroit respected him um as a player. Joe Burrow's the dude, like you guys were talking about. So, like, I both quarterbacks, I really dig. Ton of respect for Stafford. Joe Burrow's cool as shit. Um, dude has just got that swagger. Um, they're a fun team. Um, I, 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 I'm with the Rams. I just think there's too much on their side that tells me that they're going to win the game. 
They that defense should be able to get pressure on Burrow. He's gonna he can handle it, but look, I mean, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and company are be coming after him. <laughs> if they do get to him enough, and you know the Rams' offense is clicking on all cylinders. Cam Akers has been running it well. Sony Michelle's running it well, and Stafford Stafford's been pretty damn solid these last few games. OBJ, him and OBJ are on the same page. And then Cooper Cup's gonna get his. So, you know, I, I just think there's too much on the Rams side that makes me take the Rams. And but I agree with what you guys both said. Joe Burrow is the X factor that could get Cincinnati there if they're gonna win this game. He, he's so freaking smooth. And did yeah. and I didn't know this until today. But did you know if Joe Burrow wins? The Super Bowl. First, first guy ever. For a natty. Um, no, no. No. He could be the fifth. Fifth quarterback with the first name of Joe to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Montana, the- Namath, uh, Theisman. Yep. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, Theisman. Namath, Montana, and uh, oh shoot, I Flacco, Flacco, yeah, yes, that's a good one. He he could be the fifth quarterback named Joe. Did Flacco make himself some money or what? Not to get on that, Altanji. He played lights out <laughs> that year to win the Super Bowl, and then was. <laughs> well, that, when I was talking about how uh, Peterson won with uh, Nick Foles. The only other example sure. of a court, you know what I mean? And I, and yeah. I can't even, it, the other example that came to my mind was Flacco with the Ravens. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. He, they I, gotta mean, be, I, I should say he played lights out for, for Joe Flacco. Like he played his best career ball at that time, which was the best that he was going to ever play for himself and then made himself some money and then went back to. Oh, he made himself some money for next year. Even, you yeah. know what I mean? They, they yeah. want to bring him back again next year. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that recently, but uh, I, I, honestly, I'm gonna steer my head, wrong, my head I'm, I'm telling you, Joe Burrow and the Bengals are winning this thing. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know why. Ram, Rams should win. Rams could blow but, them out, right? And Rams Bengals, should, but I think, I think Cincinnati gets it done. I, I do. It's gonna be close if the Bengals do it, though, right? Yes. yes Rams, Rams could, yes. Rams could blow them right out. That's the way I yes. see it. Yeah, I can see it like just a nasty, you know, maybe that's just visions of the past, what San Francisco did to the uh, Bengals both the other times they were in the Super Bowl. But, like, I could see it being uh, not close, not competitive. My, my, my one scare is Stafford Cup OBJ versus – Versus Cincinnati's <laughs> corners, Eli, Apple, yeah. and whoever. Yeah. I, I versus, think that's versus pylons, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I mean, I, I think that's the scare. If they can kind of control that, and Burrow does his thing, man. Shit, I'm I'm riding with Cincinnati right now. I'm I'm, I'm with them. OBJ's got to got to have a good game. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, so this is only Super and, I, and, and this is something I heard today too, on on 
Nashville radio, they were talking about Sean McVay. Uh, yeah, against, and he, he against, put up a stinker last Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, and they said, and I'm thinking back here, and I'm like, you know what? You're kind of right. His first time in the Super Bowl, he's 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 new to this as far as coaching as a head coach, and they said his eyes was like the size of freaking softballs, dude. He he was making some calls that he was the deer in the headlights guy. Yeah. It Here won't happen again like that two this for time. Him. No. Yeah. He's you too smart. So? Yeah. No. You think so? He's too smart. It's a totally different situation this time. Yeah. They got everything they wanted, man. Think about it. He got his boy Stafford, great arm talent, one of the greatest arm talents right. of all time in the NFL. You know what I mean? And uh, really, I think as long as he doesn't lose the game for them, I think he's pretty well the only guy that can lose the game for him. You know what I mean? If he doesn't make a stupid throw, a stupid interception, which, I mean, like we've been talking about, who's going to really – do it for the Bengals in their secondary, man. You know, but if he if he doesn't make the mistake, uh, you know, they could I'll, just. I'll, I'll say this: round and pound so him into submission. Play smart. Pick up third downs when you need to. Let your defense take care of business. I'll, I'll say this: there is so many arrows, positives, whatever. For the Rams, Stafford, OBJ, Cooper Cup, Sean McVay, second time around. They're the favorite. They're in, it's in their hometown. We saw this yeah. last year with Tampa Bay. It's in their hometown. There is all these mother freaking arrows pointing to the Rams. I looked up ticket prices there, man. But Jesus Lowest. Christ, I, I, I think Burrow is about to burn their ass. And I'm here for it. I'm telling you. I, yeah, I, I've had a few, but I'm telling you, I'm fi- I'm fixing to go in on all. He's got a big dick, him, eh? Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Freaking jaw awesome. smacking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I looked up ticket prices, and I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going either, brother. Was the minimum, and uh, I see some. I think it was up to like fifty grand, if I'm not mistaken. I think just, I think for that outrageous. that five thousand dollar ticket, you got to actually sell popcorn in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> All the way to the top row, but the home field advantage might not be much. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think that. See, that's, that's really me. Gonna... I think I think last year with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, I think it was a perfect match. Now you're trying to replicate that this year. I don't. Eh. That's Tom and, Brady and, though. Yeah, and I, I got this mean. in my head. You you can you can take Stafford out of Detroit. But you can't take Detroit oh, out of Stafford. I don't think you can take Detroit out of Stafford. I'm telling you. Give it I'm, up, dude. I'm all in on Burrow, baby. Joe Cool. Stafford. I want to see him in a fur coat smoking a cigar on Sunday night. I want to see this. I wouldn't mind seeing it myself, to be honest yeah, with you, but. I, my my head, my, like my heart would like to see that. My head says Rams. See, see, my head is saying Rams. Everything is pointing towards the Rams. This is the smart choice. 
This is this. You got Aaron Donald. You got Cooper yeah. Cup. You got Stafford. You got problem Dane. is you're, you're betting with them sixty seven ounce Budweisers you're putting on right now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey goddamn! Don't you worry about what Joe kind of Burrow's coming right I'm now, killing, baby. Hey. He's gonna he's gonna ride a hey. dinosaur into the game and shoot, kick yeah. everybody. Hollywood, you, you don't get the gun a... show without doing twenty five <laughs> ounce curls, baby. Come on. <laughs> You should buy a cigar for yourself for that night, just in case you're right. <laughs> you should. Absolutely. You know, hey. you know what? I might, because if I go, ooh, I got 20. We'll go live after the game. Season, the I'm telling us. you right now, does it, if I hit this motherfucker and I make this decision, I am yeah. burning Twitter down, baby. Uh, well, I want to tell you what. I want to see you get kicked out of your house by the, and uh, <laughs> for the cigars. Hey, I might get kicked out of your eyes. Water, <laughs> your eyes just watering and bloodshot trying to smoke this cigar. <laughs> tell be you beautiful. what, you get buy that cigar if this if Joe Burrow rides in on a dinosaur and shit kicks the Rams. Shoot. We'll go live. You smoke the cigar. And we'll just get hey. canceled. We'll get everybody <laughs> nation. Just get hey, canceled. As, some, as somebody that I know closely <laughs> and 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 truly admire, once oh, here it, we go. motherfucker better recognize because if this shit happens, oh, it's on. It's on. Like Donkey Kong, baby. All right, I'm here for that. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. Yes, wrap her right, up guys, on that note. Uh, one heck of a show, dude. You're welcome back anytime. We love having you on. Yeah, for sure, um, man. Thanks for joining us, man. This was a blast. Well, the greatest idiot of all time might make an appearance next week. Now, we're, we're, here, <laughs> we're here for I'm, it. I'm good friends with him. I've been talking to him. He's, he's itching. He's itching to get out. Oh, he sounds like <laughs> a cool guy. He sounds like the kind of guy that I can get down with. Yeah, he might. he might be under the fence. Either under or over the fence, you might be getting out. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, if you're an hey. IDP fan, go hit me, Kyle, up. Go hit Dooge up. And, and let's do this DWC. Let's get a second option over there. We're looking for 10 to 14. We can make it work. Hit him up. Hit us up. Yep. Um, you'll love this. Uh we're working on some good things. It's a great league, some big names, and uh, help us out. Um, whew, Kyle. Thanks a lot, boys. You're, oh, oh. Thank you, man. We yeah, love having you on. Yep. Right on. You know have what? I have to fire Kyle and bring you on full time. I, 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 won't, I won't do it without Kyle. Uh, Kyle's <laughs> out. Kyle's out. <laughs> I won't do it without Kyle. I just uh, said I won't. I don't give a damn. No. He called T.J. Watt Defensive Player of the Year. Man, what does he know? He only made one pick. You took three, and you couldn't nail it. It's an IDP league. It's an IDP podcast. He nailed it. Why you got to bring up old shit? (laughs) You know what? I got a Miami Dolphins mug I was going to send you, but fuck that. I'm sending that to I'm sending that to a Houston fan or somebody. Drink some of that good Canadian whiskey out of that thing. Yeah. Oh, Get that motherfucker is huge too. Send me your address. I'm gonna send it to you. No shit. That motherfucker. <laughs> I swear to God, that son of a bitch will hold. Oh yeah. You just work on that. that. You just work on that DWC championship belt. That's what you yeah, can send I, to me. I've got the image. I'm gonna work on it tomorrow. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> I heard this last August, I think it was. It might have even been earlier <laughs> tomorrow. All right, buddy. Kyle, we'll you're fired, you motherfucker. I had you, Kyle. <laughs> this is all your fault. All right, I'll take it. Later, right. boys. Hey, it was fun. Wrap her up, Hollywood. It was fun, man. Hey, Good stuff. don't tell Thanks me again, how dude. to live my life, okay? <laughs> Assholes. <laughs>